Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. One, two, three, three, two, four. Yo. Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get From these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective Got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast Talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that And we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect We connect like a ball bat No need to double check These are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. We are here. We are late because, of course, it's us. So, of course, we're late. Um, <laughs> no one's surprised here. <laughs> I don't think anybody's surprised by that. Um, definitely some changes here. Um, two dreadheads here. Instead of uh, one man with a pump and other two drag heads. How are you doing mm-hmm. this morning, bro? I'm doing pretty well. Got up, got refreshed. I knew it was going to be our first Grapsity without Will Washington. Things were going to be moving a little bit differently. Better be a little bit less high. Just kidding. The same type of high out here. Very excited about this. Um, it's a new era out here, Philip Lindsay. How do you feel about it? What's going on here? We should probably introduce ourselves before we yeah. go here. I mean, look, this, what show is this? I guess <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a new era, and as such, you know, you know, things are changing. Times are quickly changing, as they say. But as you know, this is Grapsity. I'm Phil Lindsay. That's Righteous Reg. Mm-hmm. We're in the building. Yeah. Um, as usual, if you want to send us questions, I'm sure you guys have 
all the thought thought provoking questions and burning need to know things about Will Washington and a number of wrestling wrestling topics. So you can send us those via super chat and hover chats. Um, how are you feeling this morning with uh, everything to process for a week? It's been a lot, not just changing the sh- changing the dynamic of our show, <laughs> but also big announcement for Will Washington. The big homie got the all elite graphic, Phil. It's like, uh, uh, you know, just sitting there looking at your phone, seeing your friend is all elite and Tony Khan being like, not only is he all elite, he does every job that AEW has. And at the bottom little in tiny letters, it's like he might wrestle too. I'm like, yo, Tony Khan, relax. We cannot have Will Washington out here taking bumps. Like I said on Ask Gravity, my favorite thing going forward is Will Washington in a pull-apart brawl. Uh, somehow Goldberg shows up. Will Washington's out there pulling apart Goldberg and Wardlow. He takes a spear from Goldberg. I'm just saying, like, these are just ideas that are in the air. I don't know if they'll ever be real. But, yeah, Will Washington's all elite. It's been very interesting. The craziest thing is, like, congratulations, Will trended on Twitter. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll get into the specifics of that. Um, yeah. what is his, uh, what is his, uh, job over there? But, uh, you know, of course, congratulations to our guy, man. Very happy for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course we knew this, uh, ahead of time, but it was just still like watching that graphic go up. It's just great moment for my guy seeing him yeah. put that uh that picture up with the background and made him look like he was in the intro of cosby show um, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know he that was the the vibe he was going for just well washington is all elite <laughs> yeah the, um yeah when i think of the cosby show intros by the way like I always think of the, the the season six one with like the Apollo stuff in the background. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. like the like the standard one I always think of. Um, probably my favorite is the the Broadway one when they do like the like the the dance demo and it looks like they're like in Hawaii somewhere. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't speak about that last one where Cosby tried to throw like this hip hop influence on it and he had like yeah. Pam in there. It looked weird. It sounded weird. I don't know what he was trying to do, but. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't they don't uh the game remember back in the day when your favorite sitcom they'd have a new season and they would switch up, totally switch up the theme. The game ain't like that no more. Actually, I guess a lot of shows don't really be having themes anymore because it takes up too much time. But that used to be a cold time. Remember Sister Sister switched to that R&B uh sexy shit and yes. people were like, <laughs> "Man, it's lit out here." <laughs> they're older, they're in college now. I was like, "See Tamara, man. It's lit." Yeah, um, I know, man. I guess we should get into some super chats before we get into this topic of Will is all elite. What do you think? <laughs> I want to talk more about Will being all elite because what are we even talking about? No, no, no. How we, do we, we? How do we get from he used to be on this show to uh, he now is all elite? No, I mean for sure we were. were they paying us the whole time. That's the elephant in the room. Oh, oh Philip Lindsay. Were we being paid the entire time? That whole time, we were just shilling to get Will Washington a job. And somehow, we're still on the payroll, also on top of him being on the payroll. Um, 
Yeah, I, I knew people were gonna see this as their confirmation. Aha, he was always on the payroll. No, 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 this is no like mystery here, and you didn't like unlock mm -mm. some like crazy like uh secret. No, 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 he he gave it up, he told you <laughs> guys all elite. Yeah. Now, now he's on the payroll over there because yes, he works there. That doesn't mean he was on the payroll before. I don't know why people think that's some kind of weird confirmation, but people on Twitter are weird and they think they're smarter than they really are. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. The, the gotcha is still, I'm still trying to process what the gotcha is. It's like, aha, we got him. He signed. Told you. Told you what? What did you like? We did this podcast for a while and like we talked positive, positively about AEW because we like AEW. They do things that we like on the show. And then he is an encyclopedia of professional wrestling, regardless of being on this show or not. And they saw the things that he could do and the and how his mind worked, and that's how he got it. I don't know what else you really need from us. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna get into some uh, super chats here. Our homie Orion Ben says, uh, "Will looking like Reg's enforcer in the back." LOL. I don't know what that means. Where was he at? Where he at? He could be anywhere. Shout out to Will Washington, though. He's a he's like ghost dad somewhere. Just I, dad. I don't know why we got so many that dude references today. Starting out on a crazy note. We need to reel it in, get some positive male black influences into our lives because starting out crazy. Uh our homie Van Twinblade says, can't blame Will late <laughs> Latington. So now it's gonna be Phil's fault forever. Hunt down Dan the Dad. In Coco Lane at Grand Pearl. Black people just be late, Phil. Like, what can we really say? Our homie Jake Salazar says, how about the Warriors, though? Mr. Glass was MIA. Listen, listen. Not Mr. Glass. Listen. The Warriors showed up and did exactly what they did. Lakers try to cap and say they knew they were going to lose or some shit. Or I hate when, when people start shooting out bail, like... We knew what this game was going to be like. No, look, you got this work. Yeah, you knew you were going to get stomped out by almost 30 points. Like, come on. Now. Yeah, Let's no. Yeah, stop. you can't be like five, six points, seven points you lose by. You can say that. But 30 points is like, nigga, we getting dog walked out here. Like, what you mean? I hate that shit. But, yeah, shout out to my Warriors. I think the game's tonight, right? Should be a pretty interesting yep. night with a lot going on. Okay. Uh Okay, heat Chaos, yep, heat tonight, heat and uh, um, heat mix, heat mix, other team. Blue's gonna be mad, like, yo, the Knicks, they out here. Uh, Chaos Control says, I shed three tears seeing that graphic. Yeah, man, like, we still represent, we're not immediately getting Will Washington out of our lives. Yeah, just, just three tears. What, why was it just three? <laughs> Uh, Orion Van says uh, Lee was auditioning for Kill Bill Volume Three last night. Love the fit, uh, Lee Moriarty. He was definitely getting your shit off. Really dope uh, scene there. We're gonna talk a little bit about the firm deletion coming up here for sure. <laughs> Roll Martyr X says, "Let's go, Grapsity. This is Grapsity. We are going. Appreciate everybody with the super chats. We're just like shooting." doing new things or old things or just trying to see how we're going to move forward as a twosome 
We're going to, um, it's not only going to be a twosome moving forward. We'll, of course, have guests. We have a bunch of friends that want to be featured here. We have a bunch of uh, pro wrestlers, friends, people in the business. So it's going to be very fun moving forward going on here. Uh, so uh, what about you, Phil Lindsay? How has your little week been here? There's been a lot going on uh, on top of the Will Washington news. There's just always hella news. That's been a big chunk of our week because it like, you know, it's a bit, big surprise to everybody. That's funny that you say that earlier about uh, us knowing about it because Tracy texted me. Shout out to my homie Tracy. Texted me immediately after the graphic dropped and said, did you know? I'm like, yeah, Tracy. Like, <laughs> I think I knew. Like, imagine if I didn't know until they announced it. Like, oh, shit. Well, Washington's all elite. It's crazy out here. Yeah, I mean, look, man. First, I just want to say thank you to so many people that sent us so much love from Saturday on. Um, I was not expecting the outpouring of people not just uh, showing love for the year and a half that we did this as a trio, but, uh, you know, a lot of people showing support of the pod continuing um, because I was nervous. I will admit I was very nervous that um, I didn't know what this meant. Like I didn't know uh, would people still be as excited for our podcast without Will? I don't, I didn't know, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't know what this meant. I didn't know how our audience would respond. And I was uh, very encouraged by the fact that so many people were saying, no, we want this to continue. Are you guys still continuing? Even after I had already made the decision with, that we were moving forward, right. it was very encouraging. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that uh, that alone, it just was uh, a lot to think about just uh, recording this without our guy. And I'm sure people also were like, oh, what did you think about replacing him? There was never really a conversation about replacing him. Um, Just kind of inside baseball here a little bit is that um, Grapsity was pitched as the three of us. It was always Mm -hmm. pitched as the three of us. It was never pitched as, hey, let's get three black people together and make a podcast. Mm -mm. No, the the pitch to fight for was always me, Reg, and Will. And so in my mind, there is no no Grapsity without the three of us. Right. And so my man is not here, but as I've said many times, this is still his home. This is still his podcast. We're not, we're not going to just move forward and go, all right, well, let's just get somebody else in his seat as soon as possible. Nah, that, that was not the plan here because that's mm-hmm. never what this was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, on that note, you know, it's always, you know, change is not always a bad thing. Of course, happy for the brother. Mm-hmm. Um wish that it, it kind of happened really really fast you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was like dang it was like it's gone and and i think uh everything from last week um recording the podcast and re- really realizing like this is our last time doing this as the three of us it's been a lot it's been a it's been a lot and it's been very busy <laughs> we were both saying <laughs> on twitter it's not like you know he stopped podcasting so we stopped podcasting because nah. i mean the, the two of us were podcasting a ton <laughs> Yeah, I'm like it's it's been extra for us. Like that. Well, Washington's gone. Let's uh ramp it up with the homeboys, uh, the other homeboys in Grab City. Shout out to everybody that has us on the show that wants us to have wants to have us on our show because we just love to talk pro wrestling. Like not only in Grab City, we also love independent wrestling, uh, Japanese wrestling, Ring of Honor wrestling. As you know, we're all the way out here all the time. I have fun talking about pro wrestling podcasts, but there's nothing like talking with my homeboy philip Lindsay, every saturday on graph city so yeah it was a big shock uh like 
people don't understand how fast these things are moving behind the scenes. We're just like doing the show, and then after the show is this, and then we're then like, oh shit, this is happening really fast. Oh, you mean this is next week? Oh shit, this is, you mean oh shit? So yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, man. very very fast, man. Um, but again, really happy for the brother. Um, if you uh, if you want to know some of the details on what he'll be doing over there, you can of course find that on Fightful Select. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like you know it's he's gonna have a number of duties over there. the The main thing that I've seen thrown around. Um, let me get my man's official title out there before I go any further. <laughs> <laughs> Director of Wrestling Administration, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I mean, it's crazy that this guy has gone from a member of this podcast as well to being <laughs> like a topic, an actual like wrestling news topic going into this. I thought I thought about this Wednesday and seeing the Observer article go up and how much I know that the observer means to him because he was a big observer listener message border and so to see him as the topic of an article on wrestling observer just is wild to me <laughs> no and apparently in the uh, dave was like he he's like someone told me that he's an avid reader of the observer and i'm like that is hilarious like if you know the back if you know will washington has been reading the observer like his entire life and for him to now be a topic of the observer and those people are talking about him. And not for nothing, one of the craziest, most insane parts of this, Will Washington went from being a member of this podcast to being the highest ranking black man in all of professional wrestling at this point. Like, there's no... Is it all of professional wrestling or is it in AEW? I mean, where wh- who's higher? Who's higher? Who, who's higher? Not not who's hotter. Who's hotter? <laughs> I mean, um, let let me know in the comments who's higher, who's hotter. Like if that if that's what we're talking about, maybe we could just say creatively if you guys want to, you know, pick and choose what you want. But like, where's the black influence anywhere else, big dog? We're gonna hold that. I don't give a fuck. We could talk about it. Let's talk about it. Put your money on the table. Put your debates on the table. Put your mama on the table. I want to see it all, big dog. We're gonna get into a couple of more super chats. Uh, <laughs> Yes, Moore says, Will's going to pull a Grab City Destroyer pile driver. I could see him doing it. Will's kind of tall, though. Those tall guys, it gets interesting with the destroyers. You got to, like, move to the side and stuff. So, but, you know, I could totally see it. Will's probably going to have a big boot because guys his size always tend to use the big boot. Um, Gillespie for real says, favorite wrestlers under 20. Five. There's a lot of very tremendous wrestlers under 25. Of course, there's the recently signed Nick Wayne, soon to be 18, soon to be debuting on Dynamite against Swerve in July. Uh, another recently signed to AEW, Billy Starks, also a tremendous wrestler out there. Uh, a couple of my homies, Starboy Charlie, is under 25. Actually, uh, this is a great topic to say if you're going to be in Vegas, double or nothing weekend Memorial Day, FSW Future Stars Wrestling is running a show, uh, best wrestlers under 25, and they're going to have a lot of these people that um, I'm talking about here. Who was your? Who are some of your favorites under 25, Philip? Um, yeah, I mean, you you covered pretty much everybody, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Roxanne Perez as well, of course. Um, but yeah, no, nah, uh, definitely Nick Wayne, um, Starboy Charlie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
can't go wrong with any of those names. So did you uh, come up with the reason why they took the championship off of Roxanne and have been running a number of different tournaments and ways to get the championship onto a different person since they uh, took it off of her? I did not try to come up with an answer. Um, <laughs> it's a company that moves in mysterious ways. Um, oh, yeah. We, we're going to need a couple of answers to their newest uh, little deal that they got going on here with this World Heavyweight Championship. We're definitely going to get into that. Yeah, nah, I, I have no answer as to why they're doing that. But, uh, you know, hopefully that they, they go back to Roxanne as champion soon. I think, I feel like that reign was cut a bit short. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why you would do that and put the belt on Indy and then immediately move Indy up to the main roster. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get into that when we get into draft talk. <laughs> draft talk. <laughs> uh, Louis uh, the fifth, maybe? Shill for Will, gang. Yeah, we're definitely shilling for Will. Uh, you know what time it is. Our bet. We'll never turn our backs on our homeboy. Uh, will forever uh shot kid 19 says will being all elite is a reminder of doing things the right way paying off and why toxic shields will always flame out who could i be talking about we're who, not who, nah, who indeed um even I, I almost forgot that that was a thing that blew up this week oh let me get into it um uh, not particularly i just think uh <laughs> i i think that the initial tweet that started this entire thing was kind of nuts. Um, and I was just, I saw it and I was like, all right, what's he doing? And then that tweet went down and, you know, our, our guy tried to tweet through it and it got worse and worse and worse and worse. So <laughs> I came back later that night and, and checked it. Then we were into the discourse about uh, what has been disclosed about him. And I was like, what, how do we get there? How do we get from A to B? And I was just like, Okay. No, we got from A to Z, bro. There wasn't that was not A to B at all. No, nah, it, it, it absolutely <laughs> went from like A all the way da down to Z. Like it, it went from Alpha to Omega. Uh, I'm straight. I'm just. I didn't know what like things were happening so quickly. Like you look on there, and then like people are like, "All right, now they're going after him." And then five minutes later, you're like, "Wait, what happened?" Like it went from yeah, it, him it was... being the super troll that he's always been to being like a nasty little boy. Yeah, it was it was wild. Um, I don't know the specifics of it. Um, I I saw the clip about it that Kate put up. Um, uh, if uh, if if what he's accused of is is true, then you know that's a shame. And you know, of course, believe women. We always believe that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was just weird. I didn't know what to make of any of it. I because. You know, my first instinct is to get jokes off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that's what I initially was starting to do was get jokes off when he was just tweeting crazy stuff. But then when I saw I was leaning somewhere else, I was like, ah, mm -hmm. let me pull let back. Me, let me slide back into these bushes like Homer. I don't I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with it. So, yeah, I don't uh Just so many nasty things surrounding it, the reported the 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 supposed whatever you want to say about it very nasty work don't be nasty don't uh be in dms unsolicited don't be in dms solicited just like don't be a creep man people are just trying to enjoy wrestling out here people are just trying to have a good time for a lot of them wrestling is their release their separation from 
bullshit like this. They don't want to have to deal with. They're, they're trying to get this as the release, and then they got these nasty people in there. And don't say that you're going to have a podcast, and it's not a podcast, just to try mm. to get your shit off. That is awful waffle yeah. to the 10th yeah. degree. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, never a good idea to mislead people for any reasons in, in this. Like, I, nah. Uh, My question, Philip Lindsay, is... If you have so many receipts, if people have so many receipts, how could you be so loud and wrong all the time? So this is the weird thing about Twitter. And I've said this many times. Um, Twitter is kind of an awful place. But yeah, uh, the thing is, people kind of wait for your downfall. Uh, people will dislike you and they'll hover around waiting for you to do something. And they're like, got him, finally. And this this definitely felt like all right, I've been I've been waiting mm-hmm. <laughs> to get you up out of here anyway. Now, that's not to say that anybody that had any uh, allegations about him or any any bad experiences with him was sitting around waiting for a reason to dunk on him or try to bury him. Um, but this definitely felt like a pile on. Like mm-hmm. everything about it felt like a pile on. Um, yeah, not the people that had the the awful experiences, but the people that were like, finally, we have something yeah, to the, 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 get the him Twitter, out of here with. The Twitter response to it. And mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not talking about any of the women um, that may have bad experiences with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, really, really weird day. Really weird few days on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I didn't um, know that this was where we were going to land with this. But, you know, it's pro wrestling. I'm not too yeah. surprised. Yeah, let, let that be a lesson, though, to a lot of people. You may think you are you you're moving out here and you you're getting you're getting your shit off, but there's always somebody waiting for you to make a mistake. Lurking. Always. Waiting. So be Can't careful. Think. Make sure that you uh make sure your slip's not showing. Make sure, you know, make sure your ducks is in a row, your uh your T's are, are crossed and your eyes are dotted, cause somebody somewhere is like, nah, I'm gonna get this dude to body. <laughs> Somebody's praying on your downfall. There's not a lot of people. There's a lot of people in your corner, but then there's somebody out there with the little ha 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 yeah waiting for you. Definitely somebody hitting the hitting the bird man waiting. Nah. And they'll catch your ass, especially if you're putting out that bad energy. Karma will catch your ass. Yeah, and I, look, I don't want to. I mean, whatever his wrestling opinions are, we've made jokes about his wrestling opinions on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different thing than. So the other stuff that came out. Yeah. And that's why Definitely. I don't, you know, when I saw people saying before that the guy was harmless, um, that's in reference to wrestling takes and mm-hmm. what he chooses to do with his platform. Um, the other stuff is completely different. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, I think you got to be careful with how you, um, <laughs> of course, discuss this and make jokes about it. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, there's no nuance in tw- on Twitter no. and the internet in general. And people will just, you know, run in uh and do things recklessly uh i hope all of the women affected by this are doing well um i hope that nobody is uh trying to harass these women or find out who they are or anything weird like that um leave people alone that's other people are sick dude leave people alone and mind your own business (laughs) unsolicited too why are you in why are you over here i don't even know you shout out to our homie eloquent (laughs) Who says the Will Washington talk is Jericho will be wild? 
Um, was he invited on this show? I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the fence. With I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is he invited? I don't know if he's invited over there, man. I, I'll yeah, be... Jericho tries to look him up on Twitter, and he's like, blocked by me. <laughs> Wait, how did you get on this list? <laughs> What's oh, your name on this list? Funny. <laughs> um, Why's your name on this list? Um, yeah, no, nah, when that goes up, I'm definitely going to have to go and look for it because I am also blocked by Jericho. So I'm going to have to... Uh, go outside of Twitter means to find mm-hmm. this uh, link to him if he's on Talk is Jericho. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to think it's really weird, though, if he does an interview about his uh, job over there with, like, Talk is Jericho or, like, or Hey W or something. I'm going to be looking around <laughs> like, man, come back, could come back here and do that interview, bro? What's Chopped liver very much up, or what? Yes, we're saying it out loud. That would be weird. We do want to see him on Hey W, though, because we see him already cutting up with rj city yeah no that'd be fire shout out to him though if he does get that jerk do that jericho interview that would be hilarious dlar says here to show love and support my guys keep doing your thing and i'll keep watching what are the chances we see will as an authority figure slash gm that's uh (laughs) i was just listening to the uh this morning the uh shout out to the guys at the masked men Mm -hmm. cast and shoemaker for uh Really giving it up uh, about your guys on there and the signing of Will Washington. And Kaz is saying that he'd like to see <laughs> Will Washington in an Adam Pierce role <laughs> on AEW, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that'd be that'd be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving him an Adam Pierce is, is weird. Um, <laughs> I cannot I cannot see him on on there um, like yelling at uh, MJF for doing. Something. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, really that's weird. gonna be hell of funny. <laughs> I'm trying to get Sammy Guevara to the back. No, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, shout out to uh, uh, Mass Man Podcast, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Shoemaker, uh, Cass, and big homie uh, Brian H. Waters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ben Cruz does stuff with them sometimes too. Shout out to him. I know he does stuff with Ringer. Um, all good guys, man. Yep. All the homies at the Ringer are very good people, man. It's a uh, dope space to be existing. All, all of them, even even Cameron Hawkins. <sighs> Man, <laughs> that for a little capper, a little capper. Now, shout out to Cam though, straight up destroying it with the uh, articles over there at the Ringer. Every time he does an article, it's like, damn, how did you get this? Like when he got Sting, of course it was like wild, but then he got like Brian Danielson and all this. I'm like, man, I'm gonna fight this fool. <laughs> Cam who (laughs) (laughs) our homie Jake Salazar says uh, Rock is absolutely 2014 summer slamming slamming Cody tonight right I could see it I could see it I I know it's gonna there's gonna be shenanigans of course off rip and we'll get into it get into it more but I I feel like at the end of the night Cody's not going to look great. <laughs> and we'll see. Can be doing Young Bucks uh, transition music to find the uh, Super Chats. Uh, James Stalling says, if the Warriors run the same lineup, Warriors in six. I agree. Because the Warriors are going to, I think, use their speed and their 
not youth, but uh, I think they're a little bit faster than the Lakers, and I think that's what's going to win in the end. Like, they can't depend on AD to win the whole thing for the team. That's just not – like, AD's going to yeah. be balling out there for sure, yeah. but he can't win for the whole team. I, I definitely laughed um, at the first game because um, at halftime, AD had 23 points, and I was sitting mm-hmm. there watching the game, and I was talking to somebody on the phone. I said, he's going to have 30 points at the end of the game. He's only going to score seven more points. And <laughs> – and I was absolutely right. Um, and so he does it every time. He, he, he'll he come out and he'll look great in the first half. And then he'll like slowly drift out of focus and disappear by the fourth quarter. Um, he does it every time. And so I was not surprised that he did not show up next game because that's that's kind of his schedule. He He's on a he's on a defined schedule of peaks and valleys. Um, <laughs> so right. I was not surprised. I also chuckled that um, it seemed like the Warriors made an adjustment at the towards the end of the fourth quarter when they went on that 14 0 run. And that's when it seemed like, all right, we got these guys. And they came out and played the exact same way with the same adjustments in this game and obliterated them. So right. I'm still calling Warriors in six, man. Um, same here. That, that first game didn't trick me. I figured they were going to get one in, in Golden State. But if I'm any, that was going to be the one, I think. They had to come out swinging. And it's like, all right, you guys came out swinging. We got you. Yeah, no, it was definitely a punch them in the mouth um, situation. They had to come in and. And make a statement, and they did. Um, hopefully, uh, Warriors take that as a as a sign and put these guys away soon. Don't give these guys a chance. Um, but yeah, uh, Suns Nuggets is uh, looking like it's over because, of course, you cannot count on Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here we go again. <laughs> hopefully, he's all right. Uh, you know, of course, not you know trying to kick anybody when they're down when they're yeah. injured, but. Uh no, you can't count on Chris Paul. I come on, man. I, I think this series is over. They won their game last night. I figured they were gonna win at least one and they weren't gonna lose three straight, but I think this series is over with. I think it's probably over in five if I had to guess. Uh unfortunate for those guys. I thought this would be it, but uh it's not. Uh sorry, Deontay. I saw that you said that we missed your super chat, so I went back and found it. Appreciate you as always. Deontay says Tony Khan will pay for his crimes. Stokely, Stokely Hathaway, send his Emmy. What's up, my dudes? Reg always got me laughing and dying. Phil always reading between the lines and two steps ahead of most minds. All love. Also, Tam Tam is world champ, baby. Shout Tam out to Tam. Deontay. Shout out to Deontay, man. Good dude. Uh, yeah, nah, Stokely, Stokely had me dying throughout the firm deletion, man. Really, now, really funny guy. His, his uh, deal just being that he's fighting Matt Hardy's kids is like... Of course. <laughs> yeah, no. every time it cut back to him was hilarious, man. This dude is really one of the funniest dudes in the world right now, man. Not just wrestling, one of the funniest dudes in the world. Yeah, like wrestling, I, people say this very often and it's usually bullshit, but wrestling don't deserve Stokely Hathaway, honestly. Like his mind, like I was saying, I was screaming from the heavens. Even when he got to WWE from Rip, it was always like they're not utilizing him how they should like they had him kind of being a little too serious with the diamond mine stuff and i was like they don't know like who they got here and they never i was like this guy could like lead somebody to something incredible and then i was always saying when he got released like aw has to sign this guy i know he's gonna be in a really dope position when he gets there and to see him at his full 100 percent potential being able to like use his creative mind I'm sure he had a lot to do with how they put together the match too. Has been like insane, and the the thing him and Isaiah Cassidy yesterday are just like 
y'all are wild and man but like in the most perfect way like they added an element we haven't seen before in these uh deletion matches you know yep uh andy devin says not gonna lie i'm jumping on the brock will wreck cody bandwagon in hopes that wwe will get into well we gotta swerve them mode reverse psychology baby Mm, yeah nah i hope that's not where we're going man i mean if 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 that's your takeaway watching cody come out at that press conference and be super over and um i mean just look the way he worked that crowd was just incredible man the, the, he's a master <laughs> um all of a sudden cutting into spanish i've never seen this man speaking spanish Ever, <laughs> all of a sudden, he's breaking out cold the, boy, man. He's breaking out the Spanish in San Juan. I was like, "Who is this guy, man? This guy is this guy is really one on one, man." And then he did it again last night when he cut the mm-hmm. promo in um in the arena during during the show. And I was like, "This guy, man." That's, that's the uh that's the question that I've had. That they're good. That's the arena. They're doing that same arena for the show tonight. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because they were, woo wee, they, they were, were rocking. Rock- in. I haven't seen a crowd like that in any wrestling in a while. That was lit. I love everything that they were doing. They were like participating. The woes for Cody's shit was like, oh my god, we are at a concert. It's crazy out here. And the when Bad Bunny came out, that was yeah, no, nah, that crowd was amazing last night. Definitely mm-hmm. made that SmackDown feel special. Mm-hmm. And uh, if that's a preview of what's to come with this pay per view, I think we're mm-hmm. a really good show. Yeah. Yes, we are definitely going to get into it in full. Uh, Jake Salazar, if Jimmy plays tonight, I'm convinced after you were smirking on the bench Tuesday, you're going for 40 tonight. I think Heat are going to win tonight. Um, So I think Jimmy's going to come back with a vengeance. Um, Looking at how close that game was without him, Mm -hmm. I definitely think that he'd have a chance to take this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think the Heat are going to win the whole thing? Um, maybe I'm not, I'm not sure what to make of New York, man. Um, mm. <laughs> I don't know what to make of New York, man. Uh, you would think that New York can pull this out, but not sure. I think we do. You, um, yes, random person. um where was i there's a lot of uh super chats you guys have of course always appreciate you guys for sending them in you want to get your super chats in and read on the show just hop in the chat or of course you could uh send in your chats to humper chats which you can send at any time we get those also read them on the air shame monster says Congrats to Will and condolences to Reg on his increase in WWE viewing. Stoke, Tony Khan will pay for his crimes while the Hardy Kids jumped him dead. Yes, this week I have already watched Raw and SmackDown and my brain is tomatoes or eggs or whatever the commercial was back in the day when they said don't smoke weed because your brain will be this. It was that watching these shows. Yeah, eggs. Okay, definitely to tell which one of us is a weed smoker. Definitely. It is it is eggs. I didn't listen to those commercials. I was like, yeah, damn, I want my brains to be eggs, bro. Scrambled ease. 
Uh, Deontay says, yo, just wanted to show love as always. I think my last super chat got missed missed on accident, but pray y'all have a better day than we, Stoke. We, we got to you, man. Come on, Maybe man. Maybe we'll leave you out, man. You know what time it is. We late. We already discussed this. We started the show by saying this. Jake Salazar again says, appreciate you, Jake, as always. Phil and Reg, come on, guys. We love y'all and the pod. I mean, I get being nervous, but we still here with y'all. I see y'all a lot. You can tell I'm from the South. I say I said y'all a lot. Uh, yeah, it was it wasn't about y'all not look at me. That wasn't about y'all coming not coming back. It's just you get nervous for change, man. We're just like used to this same show every yeah. Saturday with the three of us, you know. Yeah, look, man, our, our guy stopped doing a podcast that he was doing for over ten years to do this podcast for us, um, with us rather, and yeah, I don't I. I that's that's a big change from him to go from um, bringing his audience from over there and starting this podcast here and not podcasting at all anymore, which is crazy in itself that he's not podcasting anymore. <laughs> um, so nah, I didn't know what that meant. I mean, doing one thing every at least once a week for 18 years is like pretty insane to go from that to go from being to being who he is now backstage at all elite wrestling which is still pretty weird to say because yeah Vivek <laughs> yeah, says uh, need paywall fill on the main for a couple weeks to pop a number for Grapsity 2.0 nah nah I'm kind of retired man <laughs> nah, what does that mean <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of retired man uh, somebody <laughs> sent me a message uh, and they were like man really proud of you man Mm. I seen some of this stuff out here, and I ain't seen you responding to none of it. Mm. Really proud of you, my guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if you believed me when I told you I don't be on Twitter like that, but I don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of my agitation with things. You won't see it as much because I'm like, nah, keep that over there. That is, that's the model for the rest of this year. Keep that shit over there. Keep that shit over there. Yeah, that, I definitely held in a lot with Will Washington's uh announcement with an all elite graphic there's a bunch of people that were saying a lot of wild shit and i was just like you know what it? it doesn't matter i didn't i didn't really see any of it any of it to be honest <laughs> yeah um, yeah I, people were I, sideways. I, I, I saw some weird stuff people sent me but none of it really shocked me um i don't know people will be people man it this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is what it is. Uh, happy for our guy over here. We're keeping that train going, man. We ain't got time for that. That's it. The big dog's out here. And we saw his influence from off-rip. Right First away. show. No joke. They were like... All right, Will Washington works here, and you want to know how he works here? Here's a Karu Shida right off rip. You know he's had his influence. You know he says something about this. Now, that's hilarious, though, the connection that his first show, here she comes all of a sudden. Just funny coincidences. That's all it is. Yeah, and if, you know, part of his job is to keep continuity and, mm-hmm. you know, pay off long-term storytelling, um, this was a great way to show that because how you this, do it. This, was, this was the payoff of all, going all the way back to earlier this year when Soraya did not pick uh, Sheeta for the tag match at the forum, mm-hmm. um, she looked confused, but they were still friends. Yep. Um, and so this was a great way to play that off. I saw people that were making it seem like she just came out there and fooled them. But no, that, this was a playoff of that that whole scenario because in Soraya's mind, they're still friends. She doesn't think she did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And so this was this was a great way to pay that off. And I thought a great way to get sheeted back on tv you know that's crazy that you just said that the about that match the tag match because it just made me think like remember we all thought that was going to be mercedes and to know where mercedes has gone from there to now is like wow it's been a long year that uh that uh three months flew by from um, february to may already it's crazy it's already may um yeah those those few months flew by (laughs) it's crazy that was that felt like yesterday. I was at the show at the forum. That was when they they were having the when AEW was on their California run, and so that seems like years ago. But that was just a few months ago. Jake Salazar, paywall Phil Twitter says it's payroll Phil. Yeah, I see what you did. Well, you know, Twitter be wrong about things. <laughs> can't believe you can't believe what they be saying on that man. Why do they be saying these things? Not could they. People got to get their lives off, man. And listen, I, I'm a big respecter of people getting their lives off. Sometimes it's fun to get your lives off, man. But, you know, you know, again, keep that shit over there, bro. <laughs> it hasn't even recently. Some things haven't even been fun to get jokes off about. I'm just like, I'm saying, I'm man, it. I'm leaving it, bro. I Again, I, I for a brief second this week, I was like, now nah, let me get a joke off. And I seen how people was reacting. I was like, nah. See, that's the other thing, man. Sometimes you got to read the room, man. Sometimes it's okay <laughs> to read the room and see what the energy is like and go, no, this ain't my, this ain't my vibe. Let me, People let me do vibe. not be reading the room, Phil. Not at all. <laughs> nah, they definitely don't, man. They definitely don't. Like, bro, you didn't, you not, you don't. <laughs> all right. 
Um, Chris Austin says, Grapsity 2.0, five for Phil and five for Reg. All we need now is a change in logo color. Are you trying to change the color, man? Yeah, what's wrong with this? You don't like this? I thought I this li- was us. I like a I like a clean black and white, man. I'll mm-hmm. be changing colors around here, man. Mm-hmm. Nice black and white. Just classic. Clean. <laughs> clean. <laughs> Emery Alexander says, had to give y'all a shout out. Had to give a shout out to Masha killing it at the 24-year-old. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Masha. That's another one we missed. Oh, she's young. I was like, what? Yeah, That's yeah. what? Uh, yeah, under, people, under yeah. 25. <laughs> yes, under 25. She is definitely top three for me. She's amazing. The GCW world champion, Masha Slamovich. Uh, Jake Salazar says, uh, insert Toby McGuire pizza time meme. I got to chill out, man. Oh, wait. I just got what they were saying, which you got to add colors. People, because it's Grapsody 2.0, they're trying to get us. Oh, change the logo. Y'all are funny. Really we definitely, funny we, we should re-record our intro with us, like, throwing paint at things, like, the, the living color <laughs> intro. And, and us showing feet. Um, <laughs> Jonathan. I ain't in on that plan, bro. <laughs> Jonathan Snipe says, just sending love to the first Grapsity of the new era. You're not in on the uh, showing them toesies, huh? Nah. That's, That's good. Content. <laughs> That's content for some. Oh, not into it. No, I feel you. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, I wanted to get into, uh, I listened to the new Conway, Won't He Do It? Yesterday, very insane work there. Conway Conway's one of the best rappers in the world, of course. And the thing that I like about artists on Griselda is they'll do they do so many projects that when they they could do specific uh specific specific kind of sounds specific kind of sounds when they have different projects that are focused. This one felt like he. Uh, worked a lot with Justice League, and so a lot of the beats are like Justice League classic, like Rick Ross, like slow motion, uh, Maybach music type shit. And Conway's going insane. There's this track with Ransom on there that I played. I just rewound it like at minimum fifteen times yesterday. Just like run it back, run it back, run it back. Just because this is like high level Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. If it was rap this is like what these guys are doing. It's like, how do you put out so many raps as a rapper? I wonder how do you put out so many raps and like, they're still good. Like when, anytime I hear Nas, I'm like, this dude has been writing raps for 30, 35 years or something. And uh, same thing with black thought. You guys have been writing raps for 35 years and they're better now than they were 35 years ago. Like you think eventually you stop being dope but like no these guys are showing that even as you get older like you never stop being dope at rap if you're dope at rap yeah for sure um i haven't heard of it heard it most of it yet but Mm -hmm. um it's conway so i'm sure it's good like when's the last time conway has dropped a bad project Mm, it's Um, been a minute yeah so i have to check it out but i'm sure it's good um Mm -hmm. yeah man it's a lot of starting a year with good music man the larry Mm -hmm. june joint is dope Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I definitely gotta check that out. Um 
I ran that back. I also just listened to uh, LL Cool J. We're just talking about old niggas today. LL Cool J is doing an entire project with Q-Tip, and they did like a sample song yesterday or dropped oh. like a snippet of one, and I was like, there's some heat right here. It's like some classic Q-Tip, and LL's like rapping like he's a young nigga. You know he think he a young nigga, but he's trying to show like, I can rap with y'all, and like, I'm super excited about that project. I think they're going to do something dope. LL Cool J is also going on tour soon with like right. the roots. They're doing like some crazy, I don't even know what it is, like, the hip hop is 50 this year, so everybody's just like, let's do all the dope shit you could do. So I'm excited about so, it. So I didn't know he was dropping music. I knew mm-hmm. about the tour because I seen him drop his like vignette for it with like him cutting that promo. <laughs> yeah. He was like, they said I was done. They said I was done. I was like, yo, what is what, what is LL doing, bro? No, LL going to full like villain uh rapper mode when he starts Man, promoting wa- walking around in that arena and cutting that promo <laughs> with like the echoes behind him of what people might be saying i was like yo mm-hmm. this dude is wild man nah he's he still holds he still hosts the show no straight up straight up <laughs> rock the bells man rock the bells hip-hop is 50 this year so like they're gonna go all out they started the this year with that uh the thing at the grammys where they tried to give it up and i listened to a podcast uh about Questlove talking about that and saying like they just didn't have enough time to do because people were like why didn't you have all these people or why didn't you do all this thing and they're like we had like 12 minutes and I had to like get everybody in like this amount of time and all the rappers that you wanted said no like I'm like he made the assumption that like Snoop was busy Kanye West was going to do it even though how awful he is they still were like we're gonna get Kanye West but like at the last minute he was Kanye West and hove is hove so i don't know i guess because he had that performance earlier in the show that was like muddied up but yeah hip-hop this year is starting out very super hot it's crazy it's 50 years old um we're seeing people mature i'm sure nobody half of them never thought they would make it to see this so it's really dope yeah no um uh jokes aside about that that video um i think the announcement excuse me i think the announcement for the tour is dope and i think the Mm -hmm. the lineup for the tour looks awesome so i think he's gonna smash that speaking of dope uh tour lineups or dope shows uh chance the rapper announced the 10th anniversary of acid rap and he also announced that they're gonna do an la version of that i'm like i might have to slide to that because man when that album came out it was such a crazy time in 2013 like I was just like drinking a 30 box of beer like every day, pretty much like just destroying my life. And like that album was like, we were playing that album. When that shit came out, we were like, who's this random kid from Chicago? It had like the the Kanye influence, which Kanye was still a relevant person in my life at that time. And it just like <laughs> threw everybody into a whirlwind. I never came back. I would play acid rap every single day for like months. And uh, yeah, tenth anniversary. Are you gonna try to pull up out there? Um, I have to, man. Uh, acid rap was a huge deal, of course, not just like worldwide, but mm-hmm. in Chicago when that thing yeah. hit, it was crazy. I remember this guy, um, like being like one of those random small names at the bottom at, of, mm-hmm. of Lollapalooza, or like one of those tour posters, and to going from that to headlining right. Lollapalooza, um, and so. Nah, uh, I, I think some people have this idea about the downfall of Chance the Rapper because he had that mm-hmm. one bad album. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still had a run. He still had a monster run yeah. with the mixtapes. Um, 
one of the few unsigned artists that we've ever seen have that kind of run. Um, so it's still salute to that dude. Of course, yeah. as a Chicago dude as well. Um, now I might have to pull up for that, but no, mm-hmm. you could not uh, that year when that came out and when he was touring. Cause I think the other thing that made acid rap such a big thing was, was the festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like a staple on the festival. So yeah. it makes so much sense for him. If you're going to celebrate acid rap, you got to do a big tour. Cause that's a big Definitely. part of what made that album blow was, was him going to festivals and performing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely hyped to see him perform the entire album again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that means he does some songs off the album with Childish Gambino. Yay! Maybe, 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 maybe we'll get this joint album that we never got. Uh, uh, no. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, no, I, I think people, um, I think people underrate Chance and I think people definitely act like he didn't have the monster run that he did i remember i remember being in brussels a while after that dropped and people were in brussels doing a Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) like he's not dude dude hit hard man so um shout out to him man i think that's gonna be dope and i think uh that album you know there was some wild shit on that i'll agree but all the Lucy's that he's dropped since then have been fire, like crazy. The song with Joey Badass is crazy. All the videos have been dope. And everything that he's done since then, like him and Vic doing the festival in Africa, like he's came back. If any, like if you think he, whatever, he fell off, he's all the way back yeah, tenfold yeah. since then. And I don't yeah, think he fell off yeah, either. One, That's kind of crazy. He had one bad album. I mean, yeah, yeah it looked crazy because it was his first big studio album. Um but he still had look, I was I was a fan of Ten Days before mm. Acid Rap came out. Yeah. I, I I like that mixtape a lot. Um mm-hmm. Hey Mama is is still like fire to me. Mm-hmm. Um Prom Night and everything on there is fire. But again, I know I'm speaking of that as a guy that's from Chicago, Chicago and, and listens <laughs> to those mixtapes. But now when Acid Rap came out, it 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 propelled him into a different stratosphere. And um, like I said, I remember even when Coloring Book came out, Coloring Book was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, it, it like came out at the same time as the Kanye album with him on it, and he he had mm-hmm. ultra light beams dropping at the same time, and mm-hmm. uh, no problems hit at the same time. Nah, mm-hmm. he had he had a run, bro. You can't you can't hate on Chance. You couldn't see you couldn't go nowhere without seeing that three hat. <laughs> that three hat was everywhere, big dog. It's crazy. Uh, Jake Salazar says, uh, "Will and Phil blocked by Jericho." It seemed like a common theme there, but I'm not going to say what it is. Because uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame probably blocked too. Yeah, totally. He was very upset at Missy Elliott being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for some reason. Wait, who was upset about that? Chris Jericho. He put Why? out a tweet that was like, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, F off. For putting Missy in? You know, because there's black people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm making assumptions. But I, I, mean, I, did, I didn't see this, of course, because I don't see his tweet. Um, I won't get into the story of why I'm blocked. I know why I'm blocked. Um, and it kind of blends with this. And I know people have asked this before on Ask Rhapsody. Why do you guys hate Jericho? I personally don't hate Jericho. That's a strong word. Um, yeah, I'm going to no comment on this at the time being because yikes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shot Kid 29 says uh, Shoda Umino, Yoda Suji. Ren Narita, soon Yuya Yamura, and 
JPW Next Generation's main eventers looks like they're going to be cooking. Yeah, there's a lot of very tough young boys out there. Um, yeah, don't, don't leave Kevin Knight out. Yeah, no, Kevin Knight is destroying it currently the IWGP, one half of the IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. Yeah, all those young boys that Shibata headbutted in training and they ate rice <laughs> together and um, they pooped together, they're killing it. Um, yeah, I should clarify because uh, I see this popping up in the in the chat now. Um, Jericho blocked me long before this podcast existed. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he doesn't know who I am. Um, like, I'm sure I'm just uh, with just some random guy at the time and he blocked me. Um, so, no, you know, it is what it is. And I, of course, I'm not implying that he's racist. Um, just, uh, just, uh, just a pattern there that, you know, I'm just going to not touch, man. <laughs> Honestly. But, yeah, that was, that's been a long-time thing on our uh, podcast. Remember, blocked by Jericho. Yeah, that was, like, way before. <laughs> that's an old, old uh, grab. Well you're, well, you're not blocked. so one of I'm us not are, blocked. One of us are still in good graces, I I've guess. I've been giving it up to Chris Jericho. You've been uh, giving it up to Jericho. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho in Canada, can't wait to hear in a month or two that Will brought peace to Punk and the Elite. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> I do be giving it up to Jericho. Jericho was in my top five for a long time, but then he just kept going. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. We've seen him do some wild stuff for the last few years, man. Yeah, you know? I mean... Him doing that spin that people have now put music over is still one of the funniest things on the internet, man. I hate, I hate when I uh, stumble upon it on Twitter because I'll watch it like 50 times in a row. Yeah, that's why I'm like, look, man, he's still giving us a lot of entertaining moments, not just on wrestling, mm-hmm. but on, on Twitter, via the podcast. I used to listen to Talk is Jericho all the time. Faithfully. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, we still have stuff like him and uh <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura on there and cutting cutting to the ad break. Um Ooh, yeah, no, a lot of a lot of entertaining things, a lot of wild things we've seen Crazy. Jericho do over the last few years. Wild. But uh yeah, Jericho, he still does a lot for awesome real shit. He still does a lot for young guys in the back and AW, young people in the back in AW and for AEW as a brand. I be talking shit about him but aw would be a lot different if he wasn't involved off of it off rip so yeah uh reggie simmons says just showing love to the show i know london gonna be a place for all in but we cook in here in chicago in the summer impact aw and gcw just announced a lucha dream match summertime shy is up man gonna get into a show in chicago in a minute um haven't read any of our Humper chats, so I suppose we need to try to do that. Um, we should probably get into those, yeah. Should try to get into those. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Grab City Round 2 over here with all the questions. No, we appreciate y'all. Y'all are really dope. Um, yeah. Um, we'll get into those. Got one here from my man, Wonga. Good day, Grab City. I was happy seeing my guy, Robbie Eagles, get a match with Claudio and Ring of Honor. Phil, what you think of uh, Dantaku? Shota bringing Mox back and o- Okada telling people, fuck you. Help me coming <laughs> for Finley and uh, Suji making his return. Some good stuff for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, no, this was a dope show. Um, I've been mm-hmm. saying since Wrestle Kingdom that I feel like uh, New Japan is back. 
I'm yeah. definitely excited for the trajectory of the company. It's good to see crowds back and making noise again. Yes. Um, I agree with everything you said. They're the big mocks. I definitely popped for the big mocks vignette. Shota mm-hmm. coming out with the jacket was fire. Uh, Okada being more and more like Rainmaker <laughs> is great and being kind of dick to people. hilarious. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the, the, the returns. Um, I've been waiting to see how El Fantasma is going to come back after mm. uh, uh, Finlay kicked him out of the group, and this was a great way to reintroduce him. The promo he cut afterwards um, at backstage was hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm in for whatever New Japan is doing. Um, I, I'm curious to see what this world title stuff does for Sonata. Um, again, I'm glad they put the belt on him. Um, just curious where this is going, man, because I think some people are seeing it as like the short run, but I don't mm-hmm. think they should give him a short run. I think if you're finally going to give him that win, I think you should let him hold that title and have like a memorable run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of story are they trying to tell with him is my question. Like, is he going to be this big? Is he going to follow Okada's footsteps and be this big epic 45 minute match main event guy? Or is he going to go a different route um it seems like they're trying to say that he wasn't taken serious over there in lij so he went on with just five guys and started uh <laughs> started uh you know the dark hair joint um and, and and hanging out with these other guys that don't look like his friends <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> but every time they're together i'm like you guys do not look like you hang out uh, right mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I, I get it. I get that he felt like, you know, he was in Naito's shadow over there. And so he had to leave and do his own thing to become a champion. And I'm glad that they pulled the trigger on him and made him champion. Um, it seems like they're building to Sonata versus Naito at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when, but I so far it's been uh, it's been good. I thought his, his uh, New Japan Cup run was good. Um, I don't know. And what are that? They're building to Dominion, right? That's the next big, uh, next yep, big Dominion show. is coming up in June. Um, he will be facing Suji at that pay per view, I believe. Mm, nice. I like how they're setting up a, like they said, uh, people have been saying they're setting up a lot of like new challengers. It isn't just the same old, like, uh, oh, Sonata's a champion. Here's Tanahashi. Here's, you know, it's not just the same old guard. There's a lot of young, young guys in New Japan coming up, getting title shots, making their mark. Really dope. Right. Uh, see, we got one from Jennifer. Always uh, supportive, Jen. Appreciate you. Uh, happy Grapsity. Much love, gents. Got to pull in groceries, so can't watch live, but wanted to send you some support anyway. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate that, Jen. Uh, see, D-Lo Diggs. Uh, what's good? Listen to them boys while cutting the line. <laughs> the mm-hmm. new crib. Happy for Will. Much love. Villain Reg feeling reg and in my papa doc voice <laughs> rip it lotto rip it uh, appreciate <laughs> uh let's thanks d uh let's see from uh matt for kyle i think i'm probably pronouncing your name wrong but i see you on twitter all the time appreciate mm-hmm. you bro um it's a new day with my boys feeling reg proud of the good homie I did cry. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys think that they sell out Wembley before Punk's return? Um, quick story before I, I get into the Wembley question. Um, mm-hmm. I, I went to the Impact show Saturday. All um, right. And so 
Uh, I was kind of rushing around when I got in there because we got this weird hustle and bustle that another Chicago field was outside. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But when I got in, I, I did see a few people that uh, said hello that were that were fans of the podcast. Uh, somebody uh, flagged me for being on Ring the Bell, but I was trying to rush somewhere else. So I couldn't stop and uh, have a conversation with you. Uh, do appreciate you. My bad. I didn't mean to leave you hanging. Uh, but somebody like walked up out of nowhere. It was like, dude, you made me cry. And I was looking around like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> dude, you made me cry. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, man? I guess he was like the podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, for uh, yeah, sure, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, appreciate every Always appreciate people when I see them out and about, man. Um, uh, do I think they can sell out Wembley before Punk gets there? I kind of think they do, judging off the first week sales. Um, I think they're in a good spot to sell. Um, I I don't know if uh, they necessarily needed Phil as a draw there. So mm-hmm. Punk, I don't even know if you needed <laughs> Punk there as a draw there. Uh, it just seems like I'm trying to put myself over. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> Punk there as a draw. Uh, but because it's their first show in... in um, in uh in Europe, I think that that's part of why this thing sold so quickly. I think people underestimated the demand yeah. for them in Europe. This wasn't just like, hey, this is their first show in London. They mm-hmm. haven't done any international shows other than mm-hmm. in Canada, and I mean that's not even international. That's in the U.S. Right. Um, I mean, well, in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think that part of the appeal for this and why it's selling so quick is their first. It's their first show in Europe. But we'll we'll get into the. Wembley stuff more in a sec. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, Cam, uh, that tweet that Cam had about a he said AEW's on bunny ears in the UK, which means like you could just get it on your regular TV. That's right. different. You know what I mean? Like if people are just like tuning into that because it's a show that's on, that's going to bring a different, they're doing big numbers out there. First show in the UK. And like we said many times, it's not going to be just people from the UK. There's going to be people from all over the world coming to this show so yeah doing big numbers like this without even have announced a match um i think they could do it without ever even saying that punk's going to be here i think a lot of what happens uh from here on out is just going to be cherry on the top like people are just going to be yeah excited about what's what's to come and i do think if they announce a punk match before that show I do think, you know, if they haven't already sold out, it might tip it over the edge. Yeah. Um, but they're doing really good numbers so far. So I think they're on pace to sell out by um, August. Right. Let's see. Uh, got Anwar Star One. Uh, new, new era. It, it's hilarious thinking about the AEW talent who don't know Will that are binge watching over a year of Graphs of the Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I didn't think about that. <laughs> that yo, that's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Davis, aka Mr. Glass, aka Mr. Some Days On, aka Mr. Underreliable. I'm with you. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. To the end of the line. Um, yeah. I think I think Davis is going to have a few more good games here. But, yeah. Uh, you, you, you never know with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Joseph, uh, Joseph Kiray. Uh, checking in with my guys. Hope y'all are having a good start to the weekend. How do y'all feel about the presentation of LWO lately? Um, I think the presentation is fine. Yeah, um, I think it's weird that they lose so much, mm-hmm. but I do think that um, this is a great thing for representation for mm-hmm. uh, Hispanic wrestlers because um, you don't you don't see it as much on this big of a stage and i think giving them the reins last night and letting them open smackdown and get that first big pop when they came out was huge mm-hmm. letting them get the pop again by being a company accompanying uh bad bunny i think the presentation is good they definitely are making lwo feel like a big deal they're just not winning the matches yet um mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's really missing uh but other than that i think it's great yeah no what they Watching that show last night, the way they were presented on there, it was like, no, this sh- this team is actually fucking dope. Like they had, they looked like big stars, especially when they came out with Bad Bunny at the end. It looked like it looked cool. Everybody, that shirt is selling like gangbusters. I think the presentation that they've been presented has been really dope, and I'm excited to see kind of how they move forward after the draft or whatever. We'll talk about <laughs> here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's a that's a good way to slide into other other topics, man. Draft talk. Draft talk. <laughs> uh, WWE draft finished this week on Monday night. Um, definitely some interesting moves. Definitely mm-hmm. some head scratching moves as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not sure why you moved Bianca if you were just going to move Rhea too. I hope this isn't like one of those situations where we're going to swap the belts again because that sounds stupid. Yeah, I I just don't know what to make of that. Um, But I think some of the stuff like them clearly building a main event scene on Raw is good. You just brought the championship over there. Um, But then you announced this tournament where Uh, you're going to be using stars from SmackDown and Raw. uh, Why? Which I don't really understand that either. It's like if this is a Raw exclusive um, title, why are you including SmackDown guys? It, it doesn't really make sense. Um, <laughs> if Why? if you did not hear the announcement uh, yesterday at the press conference, um, good old Trips confirmed that mm-hmm. the tournament will start next week. Um, there are going to be two matches on Raw, and then there's going to be two matches on SmackDown, and it's all going to culminate, of course, with the finals at Night of Champions. <sighs> I I don't really get why you wouldn't just use all raw superstars what sense does this make and they said oh if the guy from smackdown wins he's just gonna go over to raw i'm like okay so why (sighs) why did we do any of this why did we do a draft why are we why are we making a big deal about a brand split and it's the same thing with the free agents where it's like all right well the free agents can appear on both shows but it's like all right but 
why why not just draft them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why draft? What's the point of this draft if oh these guys are on separate shows, but in two weeks they're gonna wrestle each other all of a sudden, even though they're on separate shows? It's like, are we gonna do this draft thing real, or are we gonna do what you've been doing? And so far, it feels like they've got there's so many loopholes already for people to be on either shows that it's like, why should I care if anybody could be on either show? I thought we were going to establish this hard brand split, different pay-per-views and everything, but you're already saying a bunch of different stipulations are going to cause that to be different. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Um, Speaking of hard brand splits, we got that update from Dave this week as well, that it doesn't seem like it will be as hard of a brand split as people were making it out to be, and that Punk uh, will be on, on Dynamite as well as Collision. It just yeah. seems like whatever dates you're going to need him on, on on Dynamite, people that aren't getting along with him will be on Collision that week. Um, <laughs> so I thought that was interesting too, but I don't, I, I don't know why anybody would believe he would come back and just be on Saturdays. That was never going to work. He was, no. he was always going to be on Wednesdays at some point, so I'm not sure if this uh, update was more of a, it seemed like more of a con- common sense thing. Yeah. But sometimes, of course, you got to explain things to people. Uh, but yeah, I did this, this draft, man. I just I don't know that there, there were some interesting moves, but some of this stuff, I just wasn't it, it kind of felt almost uneventful by the end of it. Yeah. Cause it just felt like, all right, well, we moved some people that haven't been on Raw that long. We had we've moved people that didn't even really make a splash on SmackDown. Um, I, I, I just I hate when they do like the just flipped the oh let's we'll just flip this thing over here kind of like what they're potentially going to do with the belt it's like just keep them on the side if you're going to do the exact same thing or just get the guys with this with the feud back on the same squad you got all the bloodline together you didn't do anything super interesting to split them up they're just still there I'm I'm saying you're still going to tell the story but could have been an interesting way to tell the story in a different way. I do like what uh, I think raw has the most potential to mm-hmm. kind of turn around their draft picks or t- turn around what their show has been. And they could really have a dope wrestling show coming out of the end of this. If they could leverage the picks that they have, I mean, they have the longer show as always. So they need more picks and they need more things going on. But I think like having Gunther there and having this new, World Heavyweight Championships is going to add a fire to a lot of what goes on over there. Yeah, I, I think uh, the big thing for me was the fact that they did set up a main event in on Raw. And it seems like they addressed um, the lack of star power in the women's division on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing Bianca over there is going to help a lot. Um, bringing up some people from NXT, uh, mm-hmm. whether that be Alba Fire or Isla Don or um, Indy should help with that. Mm. Um I, I'm not sure what to make of the NXT call-ups as well, too, because yeah, um, some of those guys I think they're going to do great. Like I think Grayson Waller is is a guy that he's ready to move up. Um, mm-hmm. He's already got the character stuff down. Um, he's got he's got like a crazy move set, um, so he's going to work on 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 the main roster. Um, yeah, he gets it. Yeah, I think Odyssey Jones is ready as well. Um, but the decision to put the title on Indy and then move her up before she had a notable reign is an odd one to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel like she was there long enough and it was time to move her up. But I don't understand taking the belt off of Roxanne mm-hmm. and then putting the belt on Indy just to move Indy up. And then going, all right, well, she's just going to vacate the title. Here's another tournament, guys. It's like, mm-hmm. but you didn't have to do any of this. Um, 
I, I hate when they do this like consolation prize, like, oh, they she earned her stay. Uh, this is kind of like her reward for being in NXT for so long, right before she gets called up. But like, we don't need that. The championship doesn't need that. Just call her up. We all agree that she should be called up. That doesn't add any prestige to her call up if you're just going to vacate it anyways and not give anyone a win over her. Like even beyond, if she didn't have the injury, I feel like she still would have just vacated the belt because that's what they do. Yeah, it's really interesting with the NXT picks because um, it looked like every time Shawn Michaels was out there, he was like, what? <laughs> Why are y'all doing this to me? Because <laughs> they just, what, took their took the women, NXT Women's Champion and the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions just like, both from your brand. <laughs> they won their match. And they won the match too. They won their match on Tuesday. Which it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered if they won their match because the challengers got called up as well. They're also so too. <laughs> I I don't understand. Like it it wouldn't have mattered anyway. It seems like those belts are destined to move up. I hope this means they're merging the, the women's tag titles because mm-hmm. there's no reason to have two sets of women's titles. No. I'd never understood that. Um I don't know. Um if this is a way to get two credible teams up on the main roster to challenge for those belts, I think that's good though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, really, really weird decision-making. Uh, I mean, of course we got to address kind of the elephant in the room of Cody being drafted right away back to raw, which means he won't be on SmackDown, mm-hmm. which means they're clearly kicking the can down the road even further <laughs> with this Roman match. And I just don't understand why. Uh, <laughs> they were supposed to, Everybody after uh, WrestleMania the next day onward was telling me they're going to finish this story probably at SummerSlam. That's how you finish this story. How do you finish the story if these two guys are on different brands? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, Money I'm... in the bank? I hate money in the bank. If they're going to put the money in the bank on Cody. I can't. I don't. That's not the story. I, like, yeah. put it on LA Night. Like, that's that's who deserves that, it. That, like, that, yeah, yeah, that seems like the obvious way to get out of this is... um just giving him the money in the bank that way uh he could cash in on raw or smackdown maybe unless they now try to tell us he can only cash in on raw i don't know they might i don't know but it seems like this is leading to the only way he gets his rematch is by winning either money in the bank or royal rumble again um i don't know I, I don't really understand the Cody stuff at this point. Um, I, I I don't feel like he's going to win at SummerSlam now. That's what I was thinking after WrestleMania, but now I just don't know. I don't think um, he's going to win tonight, honestly. What? Why would he? What's he got? He ain't fighting for nothing. <laughs> and then with this whole announcement thing, people have been making jokes about it, but like <laughs> them having a SmackDown, SmackDown people in the tournament, if Roman's in this tournament and just... <laughs> wins that belt too y'all are some sick goals brother it's gonna be very nasty work i'm very interested to see who's in this tournament you see that they're keeping it a mystery they might announce it announce who's in it tonight at backlash which uh, i guess we could get into a couple of the mattress actually too for backlash since we're here on wwe talk very big show tonight here not here in uh, Puerto Rico, like we said previously, the crowd last night for SmackDown was insane. And if that's anything that's going to be close to what's going on last night, this show tonight is going to be insane. They are going to cry when Bad Bunny has his uh, main event match against Damian Priest here. It's going to be a sight like you've never seen. For people that have just 
started watching wrestling or watching wrestling recently, um, the magnitude of having the biggest Latin artists in the world or one of, I don't want to, you know, step out there, but uh, you know, the biggest Latin hip hop artist by far, like in the world on your show consistently and going to have him in a main event in his home country against all these people that absolutely love him and would murder you. You don't even understand how huge this whole moment is. And beyond that, Bad Bunny's such a giant wrestling fan, WWE specifically. For him to get this match in his home country in the main event is going to be something like we've never seen. Yeah. Um, man, they are definitely putting over how big of a star this guy is. Um, mm. And I, I think that we're a long way from people doing a who's bad bunny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I mean, this this pay per view basically feels like it was built for him. Like, yeah, he, he's the main he's the main attraction of this pay per view. It's very clear. Um, that pop he got last night was crazy. Um, he's been on almost all the match announcements, uh, which is really weird. They they'll have like the card and it'll it'll show like I don't know Omos versus Rollins, and then under it it'll be like a small picture of Bad Bunny. It's like. <laughs> We know Bad Bunny's gonna. We know what this is. <laughs> we know this is basically his pay per view. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to see how it goes because this is his first one on one match. Um, and I was kind of confused why Dom and Ray are not on the match. So when mm-hmm. I saw that rumor that it was initially supposed to be a tag match, that made sense because that that's what it seemed like they were building towards. After that's what I thought this was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, but um. It seemed like they were like, this is a big stage for Bad Bunny. If you're going to give him this one-on-one match, why not do it here? Um, well. And I think that's the right call. Um, this is the perfect mm-hmm. spot for it. And you can always go back to Ray and Dom stuff later. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. You want to get into predictions for this? Cause yeah. I, 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 you've already thrown out your prediction for Cody versus Brock. <laughs> yeah, I think Brock's going to throttle his ass. <laughs> I want to be wrong about this. I really do. I really want to be wrong about this. Um, but I kind of feel like Cody is losing too, man. Mm. Uh, it's just the way that they're building this up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he. this is kind of a must win for him to get him back in the title picture. But mm-hmm. I think that's exactly why he's going to lose because exactly. I don't feel like they're ready to put him back in the title picture yet. I feel like mm-hmm. they're turning this into this journey back that it doesn't need to be. And so I feel like he's going to lose. Um, I think that's... I think that's the wrong call, man. I I really do, but I I don't want to rehash how I think it was the wrong call at WrestleMania too. But mm. here we are. I was gonna say people are under the impression that it's going to be Seth and him in the finals, but it can't be Seth and him in the finals now because it's one SmackDown guy and one Raw guy. So it's like, are they gonna do that match on Raw again? I guess they Maybe. could. They could. They could use this Cody win to build to that and then Seth gets the victory over him but Cody just losing on a random wrong oh no big bro on Monday essentially I mean I do think um that's the way to go if if he does win tonight I do think that he should lose to Rollins in the build up to the finals I don't think that they should be the finals matchup because I don't know you set up a lose-lose scenario there um a you give Cody another loss in a big mm-hmm. title match, which you don't want to do. Mm-mm. And then B, if he wins, 
then you firmly make this belt feel like a, a consolation prize because you make it seem like you you made this belt because you didn't want to give him the win at WrestleMania. And I think that's a bad way to start off with this belt. I think Cody should not be the first champion. I think you need somebody mm-hmm. that's going to build up equity in this belt. And I, 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 I have no doubt that Cody can do that, but I think the perception of it is going to look crazy if he wins. Yeah, I mean, as everyone online has been saying since they announced this belt, this is Seth Rollins' belt. Like, even if don't, I hate saying that that everybody's been saying it because then that's really when they get the swerve. Like everybody's expecting it, so no, do not. Everybody, yeah, (laughs) actually, we want Cody to win. Everybody wants Cody to win again. They'll they'll try and go. Oh, it's predictable, huh? I got some for you. Exactly. Um, yeah, but no, I, I I think we're definitely going to get Cody versus Rollins again soon. I, it probably is going to happen on Raw, and mm-hmm. Rollins should finally pick up the win here and go on to the finals and win a championship. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, so I'm guessing that means that in the match of Seth Rollins versus Omas, that you think Seth Rollins is going to get the victory here. I mean. That's that's probably the most predictable match on this card. Seth <laughs> Rollins is going to win here. Um, I I think it's going to be a good match because Seth is great at these kind of matches of of getting a guy and giving them their best match. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if this is going to be a really fun match. And to be honest with you, I thought Omos versus Brock was better than I expected it to be. It was a fun Definitely. match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, Omos is losing here. The Seth Rollins uh, entrance should be pretty insane here tonight with the Puerto Rican fans with how nuts they were last night. I'm sure that when that music cuts, that it'll be very loud in there. So he'll have looking, a lot of support there tonight. Looking forward to seeing my guy coming out, come out and, and hit the uh, the Daniel Garcia on us and just, yeah. <laughs> just get his shit off in Puerto Rico. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, nah, that, that that match should be fun, and he's gonna move on and win this uh, new Purdy Gold belt, which is growing on me more and more by the day. I I really like the belt more and more. Yeah. I see it. I think last time when Sam Roberts showed that uh video of him holding it, you can see the detail of it closer and close up. It looks a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time I see it again, I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, the the it's not as obnoxious as it seemed when they first debuted it. It's like okay, it's it it's actually more subtle than the fucking big W belt that they have on the yeah. other brand. So I like this. Um, I think Seth Rollins. I don't, you know, you know how they do. They might try to give Omos the uh, momentum going into this tournament and possibly have him <laughs> beat oh, Seth Rollins. I don't you know imagine. why. You but you know, you know how they feel about momentum. They're like, well, Seth. Seth could take the loss and still don't, use don't, that too. Don't do that. Please don't do that. They like they like losing Seth. They like losing momentum for Seth. Like, oh, if you lose, that gives you the momentum. Omos needs it in a different way. Mm. <laughs> you don't like that. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, Seth Rollins should get the victory here. My biggest interest here are in the other title matches, though, because they're doing this dumb flip-flopping thing in the women's division. We got uh, Rhea Ripley, the SmackDown Women's Champion, and they tried to make my homegirl, um, I was going to call her 
Thea. That's definitely not her Thea. name. <laughs> <laughs> Zelina Vega. <laughs> they definitely, <laughs> they definitely had my girl Thea out here with her eight kids, like getting their sitcom shit off. But they were definitely letting uh, th- this week. They were trying to emphasize Selena Vega and get her into uh, you believing that she could potentially win this match. Did they make you a believer this week, Phil? No, um, I think this. <laughs> I, I think this is a great. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a great uh, opportunity for Selena. Um, I've been saying for a longer she that she's an underrated worker. And I'm glad that she's getting a chance to wrestle in Puerto Rico. Um, that's that's huge for her. And mm-hmm. you can see not just online, but every time she's on TV, how excited she is. I didn't really think about it either that she was talking about recently that this is the first time she's been a baby face on oh, the main yeah, roster. Because yeah, right, right, we've right. only seen her as like a heel manager or a heel mm-hmm. wrestler. And mm-hmm. so, man, I, I, <laughs> I, I am really excited to see um what she can do in this match and i think she's gonna surprise a lot of people but i do mm-hmm. think she's gonna lose and then uh yeah Rhea totally got this and then but great moment it's gonna be a big pop like we said the lwo's been pretty hot and there's gonna be she's gonna have a huge moment in this but Rhea's definitely gonna be the way to go then on the raw side we have the longest reigning of the modern era stats 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 numbers they love them the great Great, amazing Bianca Belair is taking on EL Sky. You've said it before that you think EL's gonna be the new Raw Women's Champion here. Are you still with that notion here? No. Oh I, shit. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't tell Bianca cut that promo last night and she kept putting emphasis on ah oh, well one more win and I'll be the longest reigning um, women's champion in modern era. And I was like, that's definitely happening now because she keeps saying it. Um they're definitely, you know, letting the audience know so that they could be prepared for it uh, on Monday. Um, so, yeah, Bianca's going to win here and she's going to remain champion. They're probably going to do a goofy title swap. Instead, uh... of, instead of just putting both women on the same brand, they've been teasing a few between Rhea and Bianca. I don't know why they're not just on the same brand to begin with. I don't I don't get it. That shit when uh, Becky and charlotte swap belts was like you guys please why are we doing this this is absolutely awful you can't do this again so you think both women's champions are going to go over tonight and they're going to do this stupid ass swap because yeah um as soon as they start talking accolades i'm in the same boat that you are like oh bianca's talking that accolade shit maybe it's time for her to get that accolade at least one more because then they could just have her lose it on raw probably or some or the next time we see her there's there's way that they could do this thing i mean if they wanted to be clever um i think acknowledging the accolade and then having damage control cheat to win would be really good and it'd be it would be a great way to get some heat on them um but i just i don't really buy it um it would be a real nice shocking win for EO. And I think it would be a great way to not just um, get heat on them, but continue to build the split between the damage control. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if I buy it now because, uh, you know, they've been putting all this emphasis in the accolades this year. And I think booking for accolades is boring. I but, want them. I, yeah. Like I want this shock. If the, if it's get this accolade or have this shocking win, give me the shocking win, dude. Cause I don't need more accolades. We already got Roman running rough shot over the 
the company and you guys building towards accolades. Stop telling me about accolades at this point. We already had the Usos thing. I get it, man. I just want to see champions fighting each other. So, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think Bianca might be the one to pull it out. And the other title match on this show that has me super interested is the United States Championship. Uh, the United States Champion Austin Theory is taking on Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley, uh, three way for the United States Championship. What are your thoughts on this? Is Austin Theory? I think Austin. I don't want to say he's been cooked since Cena cooked him, but it hasn't been the same. They haven't put the emphasis on him. I already forgot that he beat Cena at WrestleMania. Like, what happened here? Um, yeah, I I think the theory has been good in in spots since the whole yes. Money in the Bank debacle. Um, I think that revamping him definitely helped. I think his promos improved, um, and he was never bad in ring. So no. I think just showing us that, you know, he's still good in ring has helped. Um, but the, the Cena match didn't do what it was supposed to do for him. There's there's mm-hmm. no way around it. It just did not do what it was supposed to do for him. Um, and I, I think he's going to lose. I think that uh, I think that Bronson is going to win. I think mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's time to move Bobby on to the main event scene. I think yep. he's probably going to challenge Roman soon. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I I I'm not sure what more you can do with Theory as champion. Um, I think you can still do interesting things with him as a character on SmackDown, and I'm interested to see what they do there. But I feel like you could really do something with Bronson. Um, the same, the kind of the same what you did with uh, Gunther as champion on mm-hmm. SmackDown. I think making mm-hmm. Bronson this big monster heel with the belt on SmackDown could be really good. So I think Bronson's gonna win. Do you think they add theory to the main event scene also with uh, Bobby Lashley to have another contender? Because that's the kind of the question that I had uh, coming out of the draft is, did they give any Roman anybody besides Lashley that's going that we're going to believe? Yeah, Uh, I don't know if I buy theory jumping into the main event scene right away. But I do think they're going to slowly start building him. I think anybody that thinks, all right, well, this Cena match didn't work, so they're going to abandon this. How long have you been watching this company? Once they pick somebody as their guy, they don't abandon them very easily. I think mm-hmm. they're going to still try to push this guy um, going forward, but I think Bronson's winning. Um, Bronson should win because I don't think Lashley should have this belt again. It shouldn't be like that. Even though he could also do the the, the Gunther thing that you are talking about, um, but I think if we want to keep establishing a really strong second title here, I think Bronson's the way to go and just keep with that Gunther thing and just have him beat fools up every week because he's been having a lot of fun since he's returned from his uh, yeah the you uh, beat Okada debacle. Yeah, I I've been into the <laughs> the Bobby and Bronson stuff, so um, this is a nice way. If if Bronson wins, you can do another one on one match with them down the line for the belt. Um, yeah, I'd be into it. And probably, which sounds crazy, the feels like the coldest match on the whole show is this six-man match with the Bloodline, the Usos, and Sola Sokoa against Matt Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Am I wrong about this? Doesn't it feel like like two months ago, this was the hottest match you could announce? Now it's just like, oh, that's matches happening too. Uh, they're slow walking the dog, and it's not working. Uh, because... Both nights on of the draft, they were trying to build anticipation on, oh, what is going to happen with the bloodline? 
and I just wasn't into it, man. Like, I just didn't believe that they were going to split them up. I knew the Usos were going to end up on the same brand. I just never believed that they could get split up. Um, I never bought in at all. Um, I know they're now trying to build us to, oh, well, this is leading up to uh, Solo turning on those guys. I thought the segment they did this week on SmackDown was good, mm-hmm. uh, but still, I'm I'm just not as invested as I was. Um, and even the Sammy stuff where Sammy's kind of like, man, bloodline's going to fall, bro. Bloodline's going to fall. I told you. It's going <laughs> to fall. It's like, bro, you've been saying this for like months, for like weeks now. Like the, mm-hmm. it should have been, it should have happened by now. I think they're just dragging too long with this. Um, Roman's going to be on TV next week. So which I maybe. thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shy of the pay-per-view buddy yeah right <laughs> just a few <days> shy. <laughs> like what's the show what's the show right after the pay-per-view yeah i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> a little bit left just a little bit um yeah I, he's gonna be on tv after backlash so maybe this means they're gonna do something with the solo stuff tonight maybe solo's gonna finally attack and turn on those guys if they lose tonight um I have to imagine that Team KO, uh, Sammy's going to win. Because um, it wouldn't make sense for the, for the Bloodline to win here. Uh, I feel like to further the Bloodline story, they have to lose. Uh, what I'm not understanding about this is I guess I don't understand the mind state of people that are still super invested. They want this guy to turn on his brother? Like, I don't really... On his brothers? Like, that, their blood. Like, they came... Their dad is all Rikishi. The resolution for this is him beating his brothers up. I don't want that. Well, <laughs> those if, are his brothers. <laughs> I mean, I I will try to follow the storyline here. If you follow the storyline, the only guy that didn't let Roman down at WrestleMania was Solo because okay. Solo helped him win. Uh, the Usos lost their match on night one, and they got taken out of action by the reigning champions, so that they couldn't help him win that match. Solo was the only one. That did what he's supposed to do on mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and he's been kind of on the outs with 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 Jimmy and Jay anyway. So I feel like this is all leading to um, Solo stepping in and trying to take that spot as Roman's right hand man now. And so that story all makes sense. I just think that they've dragged it out too long. Okay, it could be the end today because they gotta. Everybody's going to different brands after this. You gotta wrap this shit up, I guess. I still I haven't really got back into the Matt Riddle train, so but yeah, I think uh Matt Riddle, Sam Zayn, Kevin Owens are gonna get the victory tonight, potentially leading to some shenanigans. I definitely laughed out loud when they're like Roman Reigns is gonna be here next week. I'm like, you guys <laughs> you guys couldn't have got this guy in Puerto Rico, dude. This crowd would have went crazy for Roman Reigns. You couldn't have got him back four days, five days earlier, man. This is crazy. <laughs> Like, how are you going to announce him for the next show? Wild stuff. But, yeah, I'm I'm going to watch the show tonight. I think it should be fun. There's some fun uh, developments I'm looking forward. I think probably to the main event, honestly, because seeing Bad Bunny in that element, and I think Damian Priest is going to rise to the occasion. Shout out to Damian Priest, too. We gave it up to Bad Bunny, but, like, this is a huge moment for him, too. Giant yeah. pay-per-view in Puerto Rico. He's Puerto Rican. Like, this is I, – I don't think he probably ever dreamed – of the, like, I'm sure he dreamed of like main eventing, but like, oh, you're gonna main event against one of the biggest Latin artists in the world. He's a this, and I, I was like, that was super funny. Uh, yesterday, I saw a tweet that said, 
Oh, Damian Priest said that after the match, Bad Bunny is never going to do music again. And I was thinking, like, wrestling's so funny because, like, that is the worst-case scenario. Like, his joking promo, like, if that really happened, that would be, like, the most awful thing that came out of this. Like, if after the match, Bad Bunny could never do music again, that'd be, like, the worst scenario out of this. But I'm like, he's using that as heat, which is funny. But, like, you know, eventually Bad Bunny's going to get the victory over him but yeah shout out to damian priest for being put in this position being given the you know the confidence to even have the one-on-one match in puerto rico against bad money it's going to be a huge moment obviously you know i think bad Bunny is going to pick up the win here um uh but i i do think that this has done great things for damian priest because damian mm-hmm. priest was starting to feel like the guy in that stable that just kind of stood around yeah. as the enforcer and, and a big these, menacing uh, yeah. man <laughs> yeah cut weird promos every now and then but this definitely gave him like some stuff to do and i think it's great for him um seeing the seeing the dom stuff is still insane to me that reaction he got the week before and that reaction he got in, in puerto rico crazy insane he's clearly like one of the hottest heels in wrestling right now it sounds mm-hmm. so crazy to say that but when you really think about Dom it, Mysterio, who who's getting the kind of heat that this guy is getting? It's not that not many like people. That. Um, yeah. Um, he's nah, he's really smoking it right now, and so, um, I think uh they've got something good going with them as a whole. Um, it does still kind of feel like they're four people that are like matched together for this, but Judgment Day has come a long way from the weird, you know, gothic edge stuff that I was not into at all. Um, <laughs> I actually like Judgment Day now, and I think uh Finn makes a good candidate. If if he's going to be in the tournament, to in this tournament, the yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I think even if he doesn't win the tournament, I think that he's a guy that could eventually win that belt sometime down the line and do something cool with it. There's uh, what is there? Are they alluding to there being four spots essentially, or how many matches? There's there's two matches on each show, so there's uh maybe eight spots. Uh, so there's there's a triple threat. Um at the beginning of the night right okay isn't, isn't there two triple threats hey let's 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 get this up before guessing it we run a podcast here what is this thing uh what are they potentially gonna be doing now i was gonna say uh kind of get your predictions on who else do you think besides like seth cody um fan do you think aj could be in this maybe edge AJ makes a lot of sense for SmackDown. That's the only reason why I could see why they're doing SmackDown, guys, is because they want to get people like uh, AJ into the tournament um, so mm-hmm. that you can give him something big to do when he comes back. Um, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. Uh, Lashley, we just talked about. Lashley makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Lashley could potentially win this thing. I could see him going. I could see him going back to Raw as the new. That, that would World, be so, not into it. so stupid. That would be so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, th- it has to be Rollins, but there are some, and people are saying Drew. Oh, we got some Drew news very recently, too, that speculation is that when his contract is over, it's over. He's out of here. He's gone. He's leaving the WWE. And I'm not surprised about it at all. If anybody knows about leaving the WWE, and building your stock is Drew McIntyre. But now he can leave and not come back, I think. <laughs> you know, the difference of, like, he's I, not going to lead to build his shit. He's going to leave to be like, fuck you, I'm about to go do my thing over here. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I have to believe it. Believe, See it before I believe it. Um, yeah. 
I don't think he's leaving. I think that uh, he's still trying to negotiate his contract. And the important thing here is his contract is not up for like right. nine months. It's a um, minute. So they, they've got time to fix this. Um, I think he's trying to wait out to the end of the contract before he resigns. So I, I'm not buying that he's going anywhere. I could see Drew taking part in this tournament as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So the official word on it is there will be two triple threat matches with about later in the night to determine who will represent their brand. So mm. effectively, that means there will be six wrestlers from each brand. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I see. Interesting. I'm interested to see who they have from the raw side. Are they going to try to take some chances with some newbies from NXT or are they just going to yeah, put the I Miz mean, in there? On Raw side, I can see it being Finn, Seth, Nakamura, Knock. probably Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunther? Maybe Gunther. I would keep Gunther out of the world title picture until he loses the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could see him taking part in there as well. Um, they got options there. Um, SmackDown is where it's going to be a little bit more um <laughs> confusing who gets in there because like like we said aj makes a lot of sense bobby makes sense but who else are you putting in? you gotta put theory in there maybe mm, i guess they could you can fill a spot it has to be i'm guessing one other guy from the the bobby triple threat match bobby and bronson if bronson doesn't win like whoever doesn't win the united states championship i think both of the other guys could be in there so i don't know honestly uh yeah let's get back into some super chats because there's a lot so um night fiend says congrats will i thought last saturday it'd be this keep going strong bros we'll su- we're supporting y'all because it's time to be legendary watch one piece what's one piece it's an anime bro no, um, that's definitely going to be one of those weird things without will will where there are nerd things that i i i understand and nerd things that i will come in here and talk about and you're going to be looking around like what <laughs> um <laughs> what's one piece <laughs> yeah no that's definitely going to be one of one of the weird blind spots but i won't let you guys down i still am into nerd things i am currently wearing a nova court shirt you can't see it Wearing mm-hmm. a Nova Core shirt because I did see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three last night. Excellent movie. Oh, that's um, what's up. I I I know people are gonna throw around um, stuff like best move, best Marvel movie since Endgame and all this stuff, and it's kind of worthy of that acclaim. I think it's a very very good movie. Uh, the Guardians franchise has been really really good from start to finish, and I think this was a really great way to cap off the trilogy. If you're a fan of Rocket Raccoon like I am, you were fed really well in this movie. That's dope, but people jump uh, right out the window. Anytime a new Marvel movie comes out, it's either the best one they've seen or the worst one they've seen. There's no in between. <laughs> uh, couple of more of these super chants. Um, Eloquent says, I also appreciate that Tony, that Tony in hiring Will acknowledge that AEW has had some continuity. Continuity? Continuity, Con- continuity, <laughs> consistency issues, and is self-aware. Look, we're not about to be embarrassing me reading out here. <laughs> They're taking the books out of school, bro. Nah, man. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> continuity. I, Look, I can say it. But no, I I, I agree with Eloquent, man. I think that uh, there has been some uh, some uh, blind spots for Tony, and and that's 
that's inevitable because you're running three shows here, um, going on four soon. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I, I do think there are blind spots for him there. And I do think it's good to hire somebody to help him with that. Um, I'm curious um, if he's ever going to allow somebody else to book any of the other shows. Like, would he allow somebody to book um, Collision, for example? I right. don't think he's ever going to let go of the reins of something like ROH because he's such a he's such an ROH guy. Um, but the other part about this that I think is kind of cool is that Will and Tony are both big WCW guys. And so mm-hmm. seeing them kind of be um, the brain trust of working together on this is really cool when you really think about it. It is. Can't wait to see Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> that twin blaze says, Phil, it ain't about Cody. It's about the Fed sucking. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, no, Cody's great, though, man. I, I, I just think that he should be champion. Even when I was watching that press conference and how over he was and watching him kill it, I was like, man, he should be champion. He's 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 effectively the face of the company. Uh, he's when, working like it. It doesn't make sense yeah. that he's not. When Roman's not there, he's basically the face of the company, man. He's he's getting all of the uh, acclaim and the attention that that Roman was getting before. The acclaim. I see how you uh, brought it back there. Yeah, uh, Ricardo. They kind of caught a body this week. I see with my. They did. <laughs> they did. He was cooking. Ricardo L. Ray De Chisme says, Will is late for work. Fire that guy. He's fired. We told him this is the last time. For, if you're not on the show today, don't try to be on the show next week, is what that, I told him. That was one of the few things I saw on Twitter where people were like, man, see, I knew I knew Fightful was a propaganda site. They got Will working <laughs> at, at AW now. Totally proved they're a propaganda site. And I'm like, guys, he left. <laughs> He's not here anymore. He's gone. <laughs> He announced, he, "I'm not going to be on the show anymore." He's gone. Like that. That I'm was not going to be a part purpose. of any fightful show ever. It's crazy. Aaron Busby, our homie, says, "How many games are the Lakers and Warriors going?" Six. I'm guessing Lakers six as well. Losing. Hopefully. J Love Podcast says, "Indica or Sativa?" Uh, it depends. It really doesn't depend. It's like if it's green, I'm gonna smoke it. Uh, Mac from BK says new Reg and Phil. No, 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 new Reg and Phil. Yeah, we out here. No, Reggie, I'm not. <laughs> DeLorean Dig says, okay, I'll admit it. It was very entertained by the Double J and Mark Briscoe segment. That was very entertaining this listen, week on Dynamite. All of this Double J stuff, I'm so tempted to say it's terrible, man. But I've, I've, <laughs> I've and you see laughing. it. I've been laughing at most of it, man. And this is mm-hmm. what I've said many times on this show. Sometimes wrestling that is 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 cheesy or quote unquote bad, bad is subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. And, and yep. I think firm deletion is prime example of this. I'm sure there are people that watch firm deletion, like, what is this? This is stupid. But I laughed throughout the entire thing. I thought the whole thing was yep. funny. Most definitely. A lot of uh the Jeff Jarrett stuff, I think. It's supposed to be hokey. It's supposed to be, you're supposed to hate it. You're supposed to hate, you're supposed to be, he's a heel. But it's like, damn, this shit's funny. He's silly. Uh, Armando Gonzalez says, y'all seen the Dear Mama Pac docuseries on Hulu? Um, I watched, I was in Bakersfield for my mom's birthday uh, last weekend. And we watched a little bit of it. And I was, my first question was like, because I've seen so many Tupac documentaries. She's watched a couple episodes. And I was like, have they said anything new? We've seen 20 of these and they all are the same shit. But then it was it was going on in the background. I was watching it very entertaining. They have new interviews and they have 
the craziest thing about the whole thing is Tupac's dad. Never seen this guy. I don't know what he looked like. I don't know what his name is. But his dad is in the documentary talking about all the moments that he's connected to, too. It's pretty interesting. It's it's definitely different than all the other Pac documentaries. And if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I mean, from what yeah. I understand, it's not a Pac documentary. It's about his mother, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it, they kind of tie in both of them to get, like, they'll tell part of Pac's story, and then they'll tell part of her story. Yeah. And her story is out. like... It's funny because like they're like Pac is crazy, but then you hear her story like that. He didn't have shit compared to what she was doing. Yeah, uh, I have to check it out. It does look good. Every time I see the uh, commercials for it, it looks good. Uh, Deontay says, no worries. LOL. What y'all think about this world heavyweight title tournament for the belt and how long till that T-shirt too tight nerd Maxi loses the belt? saying mjf i think um well i mean we we basically got into tournament stuff um yeah i think max will still be champion by the end of the year now from then on i don't know uh but i think he'll at least be still champion by winter's coming you think he's gonna make it out of all these big shows they got coming you think he's gonna make it out of forbidden door all in and all out as the aw world champion i do wow Mm. interesting he's gonna have some great opponents going through that so, uh, oh, same thing. Uh, how y'all feel about the tournament from Deontay? Uh, it's going to be interesting. We got into a lot of the talk. Uh, we both think Seth Rollins is going to win. Then Twin Blaze says, uh, speaking of Nas, with the AI rap garbage, I am reminded that the Eat, the wa- Eat That Watermelon video Nas did with Nick Cannon. Excuse me? I don't know. I've never seen that. That sounds crazy. Nas did an Eat That Watermelon video with Nick Cannon? No, no. They was that both wilding. That sounds crazy. They was both a while in Gillespie. No, yeah, for real. Says you guys think Don and Takeshita turn on Wednesday? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I can't see them turning Takeshita at this point because Takeshita is so beloved right now. It'd be a weird move to turn him, and they've got so many heels. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see it. I don't think it really makes sense in this moment. Um, I think Takeshita might just play like a will he or won't he type of thing for a while. Cause that, I don't, yeah, I don't know why Takeshita would be on the other side, but I mean, it wouldn't shock me too much if he did. I mean, they are building yeah. to Don doing something. Yeah. He's definitely plotting. Uh, Deontay also says, find out, found out last I'm blocked by Adam Pierce. I must have liked the te- Chelsea Green tweet accidentally. I don't know, man. LOL. Man's blocking me instead of doing his job. Man's never doing his job. What 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 Chelsea Green tweets you was you was liking, bro? Uh huh. What, what, what tweets you was liking? Bro? Boom boom music. What, 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 what do you mean? Person? What what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> Emily Scott says, sending my appreciation for the show. Happy for Will's next chapter. Happy to still get to listen to Phil and Reg every week. And inspired by all of you finding ways to do what you love. Thank you, Emily. That's very cool. We going to keep you, talking. We going to keep talking. Jake Salazar says the amount of coping from these big Billy boys is wild. Billy boys. I'm thinking uh, that's a uh, world wrestling entertainment fans. They were on my butt yesterday for a tweet. So I didn't read any of it. I don't care. Uh, Shytown Spurs says, "We'll book next week's Dynamite. Nothing will change my mind. Maybe I don't know. 
Could be. Man, it's getting to work over there, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shotkit29 says, who do you want to see on commentary for Collision? My dream is Ian Riccoboni, Nigel, and Beta Scott. And with Dark Done, put Paul White on Rampage. Um, Yeah, that's a pretty good commentary team. I have to imagine they're going to get Nigel on TV in, in a big way soon. Um, And... Yeah, they should hire Veda Scott, man. I don't know why no one at a big company has hired her to do commentary yet. Um, friend of the show, of course, but uh, she does a great job. So I would love to see her land somewhere. Definitely. I, I'd definitely like to see Veda um, give. I think the most important thing is to give Excalibur a break because he'd be talking hella fast. Let that man take a nap. And also, no Chris Jericho. If, it, if oh, I have God. an option... Please don't have Chris Jericho yelling on this Jericho show. Jericho fans are going to be at our next after this episode. Like, y'all like I'm Jericho? Sorry. Come on. I like, you know, Lionheart. Y'all ain't got no love for the king of Winnipeg? <laughs> <laughs> Lionheart, big dog, but like yelling and all that shit. Leave it. Keep it. Uh, RH says, uh, what is stopping WWE withholding con- any, to, any continuity, be it in the draft or anything? Just Vince or is it muscle memory now from Triple H and HBK? Um, um, I think the big difference with them and AEW is that um, AEW's crowd has proven that they care about things like lore and like a, a lot of these things that um, like long-term storytelling. And that's not to say that WWE fans don't, but I, I think more more AEW fans care about that stuff. WWE fans are kind of here for the ride. They yeah, they're here for the moments, regardless mm-hmm. how you get there. Um, exactly. So I don't think that they care about the continuity stuff as much because they believe that their fans don't. They believe that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the longest, their business model has felt like, all right, well, weekly programming is here to kind of promote something. But once we get to the pay per views, that doesn't matter. That's doesn't why matter. I tell people all the time, like mm-hmm. you could just watch the pay per views and you're not really missing anything on weekly programming. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just think about how how much people like the bloodline stuff because it was different and because it was doing a long term storytelling because they weren't doing that it. with a lot of other stuff on their show. So I think mm-hmm. the difference is, is that WWE just doesn't think that there is an appeal to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, WWE condition their fans to, to be this way. I think this is what they yeah. always wanted. It's always like it doesn't really matter week to week. Just like get these moments. Like it doesn't matter what happens into SummerSlam. We're gonna have a big show. Logan Paul's gonna be there. Bad Money's gonna be there. It's WrestleMania. It's big moments. And I don't think that's necessarily wrong. It's like it's actually kind of maybe an easier business model for them to 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 go by because fucking last week doesn't matter. Let's write something new. Everybody's gonna be nobody's gonna care. Uh, Jake Salazar said, now there's going to be a Raw and SmackDown money in the bank. Probably uh, uh, two briefcases. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Don't, Don't like do it. That. Don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> Ricardo El Rey de Chisme says, where's the line between tokenism and representation? That, that's a good question. Because I do yeah. think people, I do think people want to jump to uh, make everything a negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have something like LWO right now, and it, it's it's so different, it's such a fresh idea. Not the LWO is a new thing, of course, because it's not. But it's such it's so fresh in the sense that we just don't see this kind of representation on WWE often. Right. Um, I think the difference you can see it is um, uh, it's never hard to to tell whether something's genuine or not. Man, if something is not genuine, it's going to show. 
Um, Immediately. And so I think um, from the wrestler side, um, a lot of them are genuine and wanting to represent their cultures, Mm -hmm. um, regardless of what the company's plan for it is. And, you know, sometimes the companies push, that's where you can see the, 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 the controversy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's where you can tell sometimes where there's tokenism. And mm-hmm. I, again, I don't think that's on a wrestler's part. I think the wrestlers are trying their best to represent mm-hmm. their cultures most of the time, but sometimes the company, the companies don't get it. And that's right. apparent. Definitely. And I think a big, a big different factor in the LWL thing is having Rey Mysterio there because all those people love Rey Mysterio, everybody in, that's involved and they want to pay tribute to that. And just like you said, if they get a chance to represent their culture, even if the people on top are wilding about it, they're going to be excited about it. And it's going to be something they try to put their all into. Right. Uh, G bro says, yo, it's grab so D with F and Phil and Reg. That's us. Last year says Sheeta on Hey EW. I know who booked this. See, look at his influence already. <laughs> I did see that on there. I I did like that Sheeta also came out and showed a lot of personality. Um, Yeah. Every every time she goes away and comes back, it feels like she's more and more comfortable on screen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really happy that she's getting a chance to show more personality. And hopefully they have plans for her moving forward. Feels like they will. See what I did there. (laughs) Do you see what I did there? David Reed says, Will shows up and Sheeta returns. Coincidence. Continuing my joke, but I just ah, mm. <laughs> ah. Uh, Louis says, Now that Will got his love, what's his worst take? <laughs> what is his Phil? worst take? Um, what is his worst take? I mean, we've we've <laughs> we, we've gone back on and forth on the world title thing, mm-hmm. but. That week when he when we debated the Rollins stuff, and I was like, "Man, nah, Rollins is Rollins is over, and it's clear that he's over." And my man sat here and was like, "Oh, well, you know, he's for somebody." And I'm like, "Man, listen to the reaction this guy is getting at these shows, bro. He's for somebody. He's like, for it's just it's funny. just me that has has started this thing on my own. Listen, mm-hmm. I would love to take all of the credit of of getting Rollins over, but no, 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 Rollins is Rollins is hot right now, man. <laughs> um, I'm sure he has other takes that I'm not." thinking of he, he said some odd one time i didn't agree with him by the way when he was like zio is the best season of power rangers no it's not, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I, I don't agree with that at all but you know that's his opinion i think space is the best season uh worst take i don't know i don't there's nothing that he would ever say that was super egregious to me just uh i don't know mariah carry over mary J. I think mary J. might take her he about to close our group chat. Man, for real. <laughs> He's out there. <laughs> he about to close our group chat right now. Bro. Uh, Yeah. No, so we got through a bunch of the Super Chats again. Thank you for submitting Super Chats. We got through a couple of the Humper Chats. But right now, real quick, we're going to get into a little bit of sponsor buzz. So hold on, y'all. Hello, Grab City viewers. If you're seeing this, that means I'm talking to you from beyond the grave. Or maybe I signed somewhere. I don't know. But before I died or did any of that, I've been using the FitBot app. Because the pressures of being in shape are already hard enough, but keeping up with your fitness routine should be a lot easier than life makes it. The FitBot app has allowed me to do exactly that. Remember how I lost 30 pounds last year? 
I'm still there. And it's because the FitBot app makes it easy to plan my workouts around any hectic schedule. And FitBot's algorithm changes and updates your fitness plan as you go. Just pick a fitness goal, add your equipment, and FitBot will create a routine for you. Whether you've been missing gym time or you've hit a plateau, a fresh start has never been easier. The app switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining or burnout, and your program changes based on your personal progress for maximized results. Whether you work out in the weight room or your bedroom, FitBot has a plan for you. Learn new movements the right way with over 1,400 HD demonstration videos. A full year of FitBot is less than the cost of a single session with a personal trainer. Join FitBot today and build a routine that lasts all year. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbot.me slash grapsity. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash G-R-A-P-S-O-D-Y. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate uh, said guy. Boop, <laughs> uh, <laughs> boop. Um, came on and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and did this uh, ad refresh. Uh, Yo, our viewership shot up right there. People were like, oh, he's back. <laughs> and, uh, definitely uh, showed up and uh, did that ad refresh for us uh, before he had planned to leave. Um, so, that is one last uh, Fitbot ad read from our guy. Um, yeah. As you said, uh, that is uh, fitbot.com slash grapsity. Mm hmm. If you're looking to lose some extra pounds coming into this summer and get bikini ready, whatever it is, fitbot.com. I know my shirt's about to be off this summer, so I mean, <laughs> log in a fitbot. <laughs> Summertime, the sun's been out. It's been raining a little bit the last couple of days. I don't know. Global warming is fucking the world up. But yeah, shirt will definitely be off, and fitbot's definitely going to play a role, play a play a role in that. So shout out to fitbot for that. Let's get into a little bit more of the guy that just helped us out and the company that he now works for. This week, there's been a lot of talk, AEW all-in, Wembley Stadium. Since this whole thing's been announced, people were like, immediately, like, 90,000 people, like, y'all are wilding. Like, why are you even doing a stadium like that? Then a couple weeks and days pass, and then they put out this the seat map and people are like, Oh, they're, they're tarping off half the stadium. They're doing this. And there's all these different caps, all these different <laughs> things, all these different people trying to put stipulations on this. And then, so uh, earlier this week, they released some pre-sale tickets to some, I think fight TV subscribers or something. And what was the initial thing was like 35,000, like off rip, they sold 35,000 tickets. They off rip. They did the best, uh, best tickets they've ever sold for any show ever first day out Wembley stadium. Um, it's going crazy. Tony Khan's tweeting, getting his shit all the way off few, uh, a day or so later, he announces it just keeps going up. They're like, Oh, now we're at this, right? I think right now they're sitting at 60,000 tickets already sold for Wembley. This is exceeded expectations. I think like nobody even expected i kind of i predicted uh, that they could do a 50 and i was like that's gonna be like after like that hard push at the end like after they announced the punk match or whatever but no they're already like yeah actually yeah i think they're over sixty thousand because if i remember correctly i saw wrestle ticks uh say sixty five thousand yesterday so i think we're i think we're around seventy thousand actually wow that is i can't even 
70,000 people already. No matches announced. It's only been a couple of days. Some people only were able to get tickets yesterday. Huge bump. Like I said, no matches announced. Nobody knows anything that's going to be going on here. Just off the name value of AEW. It told a lot of interesting stories, Phil, because we talked about how should they have a big, heavy local British influence? Should they have all these different things? But no, these people want Kenny Omega, MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. They want the AEW brand. And I think selling this many tickets without any, without announcing anything really kind of shows what that is. Yeah, I think there's room to do uh, stuff like have um, Michael Oku or some British wrestlers on a card. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this shows that there is a big demand for AEW in Europe. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think you can understate the fact that this thing sold because it's their first international show. Yeah. Um, and so I think uh, I think it's great for them. I think it's a huge deal for the company. Um, just, uh, man, just the, the optic of coming from building this company off of All In and then five years later going <laughs> and, and going to Wembley <laughs> and going to an even built, bigger stage and this is crazy. <laughs> being prepared to possibly sell out that, that show as well is, is mm-hmm. really incredible. Um, it's just really inspiring to see how far the company has come in, in four years. Um, yeah, I'm really excited, really excited for this show. I think right. that, uh, if we've seen anything from the international crowd, um, with, uh, Clash of the Castle that they, mm-hmm. they, they show up, they show up and yeah. they're going to be a great crowd. I think that the Wembley crowd is going to be incredible and hopefully this show is good. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do for the card. I have my I have my suspicions, but um, I think that this is going to be a memorable night for them. And, I, and just to see some people like Soraya and uh, some of the wrestlers that are getting to wrestle on this big of a stage for a first time, be excited about it. It's Soraya really cool, man. hype. No, she's out here, man. She's been like, nah, nah. I, she, she, she's definitely been getting her New Yorker vibes off. I, I, yeah. I, I, she's been getting it's her been- shit off. Uh, this this kind of uh, has been an interesting thing because I kind of it kind of shows that you should take chances because I think yeah. a lot of people when when they announced this they were like there's no way you're gonna be able to fill up that stadium even people were like even half of the stadium they could have totally came over and got a thirty thousand seat venue even some twenty thousand and blown it out of the water but I think this was a great idea because if you just start like off rip just start let's try to go the biggest you can go. Like I, there's only down from there. So you might as well just go with the biggest stadium. And I think it's really paying off here. And beyond that, like uh, seeing all the fans be just so excited about it. all the people that got tickets are stoked. Like everybody in the area is so excited about it. Like this is going to just be an amazing moment for everybody involved. For sure, man. Definitely very excited for that. Um, uh, we've got it's crazy. You know, like we're, We've got what two pay per views even before we get there. Um, yeah. It's crazy to think that that's not even a pay per view too. Like that, no, that's that's the lead into pay per view the week after that, and <laughs> yes. like that, that's like the everything now news related with AEW is so centered around Collision and and mm-hmm. Wembley. But yeah, we've got a pay per view coming up in three weeks. Um, I'm just really interested to see like how the car how how the roster changes how the car changes in the next few mm-hmm. weeks um, by that period uh collision will have debuted i think is collision debuts in june i think yeah i supposed to be like this june 17th or something like that i guess that yeah show. so it'll be interesting to see 
you know, what has changed by August. And uh, man, it doesn't seem like it, but a lot can change from between May and August, man. We're going to be in a different, AEW is going to look like a different wrestling company by then, at least, you know, with one or two extra additions over there, I'd say. So <laughs> it's going to be very interesting from here on out. How did you feel about uh, Dynamite? How do you feel like this, uh, uh, speaking of the 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 pay per views we have coming up, how do you feel like the 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 double or nothing card is shaping up? It's looking like there's going to be some good stuff with BCC and the Elite, and then how do you feel about them making it a four way for the the pillars? I mean, I I think that it got a little bit uh, cumbersome getting there for the the four way, but I mean, mm-hmm. we all knew it was going to be a four way because that was really that was really what the fans were excited from from day one. I mean. Mm-hmm immediately when those four guys got in the ring and cut that promo, all of us knew that this was heading for the fatal four way. Right. Um, and I, I think the, I think the build to the pillage match has been good. I think the one week they kind of stumbled out the gate, but for the most part, I think the storytelling has been good. I think mm-hmm. what they've been doing with uh jungle boy and Darby is fun. The rivalry they're building there is cool. Um, I think the, the stuff they've been doing with Sammy and MJF has been really funny. the, <laughs> the week before when uh mjf jumped in that car and he's like no nah, ain't no room in there and the camera <laughs> turned and there was nobody in there no 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 ain't no room for you i, I, <laughs> I gotta go <laughs> and, so just wait back <laughs> yeah and, and that, that led to this week uh mjf apologizing and us getting uh the reconciliation before we got the how can they coexist tag mm-hmm. match mm-hmm. um i think all of it has been good um I like again, I think some of it has been a bit cumbersome and predictable, yeah. but I do really like the the matchup and I think that match is gonna cook, man. I think it's mm-hmm. gonna be a really good match. Um I think it's good to see the elite in a major storyline again. Yep. Um because for a minute it felt like, all right, what are they doing with these guys? It almost felt like they were afterthought, which is crazy to think of the Insane. elite of the elite. all people to feel like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I really like the fact that, you know, they're back. Kenny's back to cutting promos on TV. Um, the BCC stuff has been incredible. I think that BCC promo this week. Oh, man. Brian talking that shit. <laughs> Loved it, man. Get, getting his shit off, making all, mm-hmm. of, the, all of the Brett fans mad. Yeah. Um, I loved it. And, you know, by the way, he ain't wrong. I don't think Brian's wrong. <laughs> but if, uh, it's going to, if it, it's hard to argue a bunch of wrestlers, but if Brian Danielson says it, it's like, oh, he, I don't mm. think he's wrong, man. But I, I thought that promo was fire. I think, uh, of course, Brian getting his shit off and then getting getting that great uh, heel promo from Mox with uh, <laughs> higher levels, bigger devils. Mox is a sick individual. He, he, got, some, man. he got some bars off in there. He was man. getting his shit off. <laughs> and put a, they put another small tease, if you notice, another tiny tease to them being fed up with this Danielson guy, man. There's another small tease in there. Mm. If you really paid attention. Mm. Um, but no, I, I think that this is really good. And if it's leading to uh, blood and guts at some point, I, I'm not sure what the pay-per-view match is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be like Anarchy or the Arena or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm in for whatever they do with these two stables. I think they're killing it right now. And um, it's already lit next week. Kenny Omega and John Moxley in a steel cage in Detroit. I don't even, I don't, that, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing and a, a great story to be told so that, that has me interested in what they do do what they do at the pay per view. What about the 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 women's championships? 
what kind of do you think that they're going to just have Jamie Hayter playing to the outcast stuff or do you think there's going to be a singles or a title defense for her at the show? Uh, I kind of feel like this is the same thing that was happening with Bianca during the feud with Damage Control, where yeah. it was very clear that they're building to the War Games match. And right. so in the midst of that, Bianca started to feel less important as champion sometimes because the mm-hmm. focus wasn't her on, on her as champion. The focus was on like an ensemble cast. And I think that's what's been yeah. happening here too. And so Agreed. Jamie has kind of unfortunately been kind of lost in the sauce. Mm. Um, I still think she's a great champion, but there hasn't been enough emphasis on her as champion, in my opinion. And I do think that they need to start building up whatever the championship match is going to be at a double or nothing. It seems like we're going to get uh, a rematch between Taya and um, Jade at the pay-per-view as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I know people didn't like to finish that match, but I always felt like the story wasn't finished. And then bringing it up this week. Um, on Rampage definitely tells me that they're going to go back to this. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they never, no, no wrestling company ever does a suspension angle and they're not going to come back and do something. Yeah. No, so of course not. I, I feel like that's going to be the TBS championship match. Um, it's just frustrating because it's uh, while these two belts have existed to with each other, it's been like, we know what Jade is doing over here. We know how she's going to move. There was always the AEW's women's championship to be able to be like, because, like, the run that uh, Tony Storm had, she was on Dynamite every week defending the belt or in a match. And it felt like that was, like, it felt like that was the workhorse belt for yeah. the women's division. And, like, Jamie Hayter and the belt getting kind of lost in the, not even lost, but her playing a big role over in the other angle has kind of taken away from it. So it's just been kind of a fortunate that yeah, that, that was the workhorse yeah. sport belt. And we were seeing it almost every week. Yeah, and I mean, the grown cast stuff has not been good some weeks, too. It's definitely been dragging. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think this week and last last few weeks have been the best it's been, like with the JAS inclusion and this week with the uh, Sheeta return. I think this is the most progression we've seen for the storyline, and that's good. Great. But I still, we got to announce the money match for this feud soon. Yes, it's like, exactly. Where are we going with this? Like, mm-hmm. get us, get us to the destination. Like, if 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 mm-hmm. the match at the pay per view is going to be a six woman tag match, for example, we need to start building to that soon. Because mm-hmm. I liked what I liked what happened this week. Like the Sheeta thing was a story continuation, but it still was kind of just the story that they've been telling for many weeks with the outcast doing a beat down and then someone comes to save the baby face. It's like, we got to like, what are we doing here? What's going to happen? Just say what's going to happen at double or nothing. Say these people are going to be in a match. Then this will all feel like it's going to lead to something. It's kind of yeah. where I'm standing. Yeah. To borrow a, a take from Will, I, I'm now starting to be on board with the idea of someone winning the, the women's title at double or nothing and then building to jade winning the title back at all in because i think mm-hmm. that's that's a way to build to her getting this big one-on-one match in her home country and getting the big win on a stage like wembley um and if they're picking anybody i think ruby should get the win i think that this should this should build to ruby versus jade one-on-one and i think that ruby should win and i think jamie should get the title back by wembley mm-hmm. i like it yeah you gotta put uh, Jamie has to have a big giant title match um, yeah. at Wembley, and she needs to be factored in. Another factor we talk about I've been uh, in the, you know, I'm on a Ring of Honor post show. If you haven't, check out Ring of Honor with me and Kate. 
every Thursday after the Ring of Honor show. But I'm hoping that Athena gets a big, all these big giant shows coming up. I hope that she gets rewarded for the great work that she's been doing. As I said, she's the Ring of Honor MVP. Hope she gets rewarded by having a big match on one of these big shows, Forbidden Door. <laughs> we need to see her in Forbidden Door against somebody from Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, immediately or All In or All Out because she needs to be rewarded for being on that show and carrying it. Yeah, for sure. I think that I think that she should uh, get a, a match in Japan soon. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm so on board with her um, losing the belt at some point on Ring of Honor and coming back with a vengeance to AEW and challenging yeah. either for the AEW championship or the TBS championship. I, like I, I think what, the second she comes back, she's going to be red hot, man. I, I'm just mm-hmm. so ready for not to say that I'm like, oh, I'll finish up this stuff over there because um, <laughs> she is doing a great job over there. But I think there's so much potential for her to come back to AEW in a big way. Yeah, she's just... As a Ring of Honor, I watch Ring of Honor for homework. She's so killing it so much. But like we, uh, like she told us in the presser, she has so many dream matches. And every time I hear her and Jamie Hayter's name together, I'm just like, oh, I need it. Bring it to me. Hurry up. So like, yeah, I, I yeah. think I'm about ready. I think that her work potentially could be done over in Ring of Honor, and it could be time for her to move over to trying to challenge one of those ladies because she, I mean, they, they had the thing with her and Jade at the beginning, but she could still be the one to potentially come back and be like, look, I I went over there and whooped ass in ring of honor. I beat up every woman in my way. I was destroying people and I'm back to show you that I ain't nothing to play with Jade. Give me that belt. So it's going to yeah. be interesting coming out. Other than that on double or nothing, um, Ward, it looks like they're building a Wardlow and Christian Cage. They did a nice little swerve where we thought it was going to be Wardlow and Luchasaurus. Did anybody believe that, though? Yeah. Did anybody really believe that that this was leading to Luchasaurus challenging? I always felt like it was going to be Christian. Right. And I'm sure they'll do the Luchasaurus and Wardlow match in the buildup, potentially here, to the big show. Um but yeah, I think that they still there's still a lot of uh, uh, unanswered, open things like what's Orange Cassidy going to do? Uh, what are they going to do with the trios championships? Uh, seems like they're going with <laughs> FTR versus Jay Lethal and Double J for the tag championships, which is an this, interesting choice. <laughs> this guy has gotten more tag title matches <laughs> than anybody I can think of, man. How does he it, keep doing this? It's really crazy. Um <laughs> I man, speaking of man, tag matches. Uh, one of my favorite things AEW has been doing, and I feel like it's kind of underappreciated, is Hobbs versus Luchadors. It's been incredible. Uh-huh. Fun to watch. Yes, like, Hobbs matches with Luchadors have been so so much fun. I thought what? that was, I thought that was one of the things I enjoyed from Rampage the most this week with that triple threat match. And I definitely didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did, but man, Hobbs in there throwing those guys around was so much fun to watch. You know, uh, Hobbs and Vikingo is like for me. So to see those guys locking up, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, that's a that's one thing. Uh, coming off of his TNT Championship run when he had the matches with Penta and the matches with Phoenix, I was like, wait, my homie, my big homie Billy, we working well with these luchadors, and it was on display again. Yeah, that's a I, I didn't really expect that to be a thing. But again, Hobbs is from California, and yeah, if you ball, are. Man. If you are Californian, you have some sort of lucha training, and you're probably going to be a good base for luchadors eventually. Yeah. So, 
Re- really fun match, man. I have to give Nick credit, man. And man, it sounds crazy, but you gotta give QT his credit too. He had some spots in that match that I enjoyed. But, <laughs> On Rampage, nah, for real. <laughs> yeah, nah, but man, Hobbs Hobbs catching Vikingo and and transitioning into that power bomb. Fire, man. Fire. Super give, fire. Give this man more matches with Luchadores, man. Give mm-hmm. this man more of a push, man. Hobbs is so dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, shout out to my big homie. He is an incredibly talented person. We're gonna get to some more super chats here. Uh, Van Twinblade says it has, it was a stop. This is stop this shit video. It's from two thousand nine. I don't know what that's uh, concerning. <laughs> Probably his other super chat. Mm-hmm. Uh. Monkey D Cam says, New era, fellas. I just got engaged this weekend. Will is all elite and Wembley news. Let's fucking go. That's amazing. Congratulations, bro. Yeah. Congratulations to getting engaged. Um, hopefully everything is great. I don't know where you are in the world, but I am an ordained minister. If anybody needs me <laughs> to come in, marry them, I've done three weddings so far. Wait, wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. As long as I've known you. How am I just not hearing that you're <laughs> I keep in the tuck, Phil. I don't what let him all go. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, I've I've uh, ordained. I've I've looked over three weddings so far. My cousin Demiris, I was the 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 minister at his wedding. Talk some shit. That one I freestyled. That was kind of cool. But I've done two. My best friend, I married him and his wife uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, I've, I'm doing it. So if anybody needs to get married, Righteous Reg is more than a rap name. It's every I do everything. <laughs> I'm a jack of all trades. So I'm like Will Washington and AEW. Just sign me up for some and I'm gonna do it. But yeah, congrats. Yeah, congratulations, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to get paid. If you got money and you need a service, I'll <laughs> yeah, fill it. That that reminds me of uh those pictures of uh MF Dune officiating that, that couple's wedding, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's me. That's me. Yo. Righteous Reg and Doom shoes. Straight up. That's how we get it. But yeah, if you need my services, just hit me. I got you. It's about to be wedding season, too. It's getting well, warm outside the spring. There's birds chirping and shit. You could have Righteous Reg wrapping at your wedding. Yeah, man. I'm getting into that season where people start taking on their flings, man. I'm saying it's good getting time. warm outside, man. Let's get active, man. Sundress season. The most amazing, the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Uh, Night Track says, Reg, are you going to NJP in Long Beach? That's a good question. Um, it's very, very close to Las Vegas, uh, double or nothing weekend. You know how money works, but maybe, possibly, I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. RH says, uh, Sheeta versus Monet for the at Forbidden Door or All In. Yeah, I, I need to see it, man. I mm. that is that's the matchup I need to see, man. That's the one. I don't know. Uh, Mercedes and Rio might try to might be kind of crazy too. Like no, she no, she got she's got the matches there, man. Mercedes versus Jamie Hader also was slapping. Mm, um, banging. Yeah, nah, there, there, there's matches there for her, man. I don't know when uh, know when she's gonna pull up or, you know, if that's gonna happen. But there's some there's some out there. Jake Salazar says, honestly disappointed we didn't get to see Brian in the ring with Okada. I guess TK was only willing to give up Yuta right now. We'll fix this. Um, well, we don't know that yet because don't know. Uh, the mystery partner for Dep- Dominion, I think, is still is in still there, right? I, mm-hmm. I think that you just announced for that card for Resurgence. Um, we don't know, do we? 
don't know. Maybe I'm. Am I off? I like. Did we did we miss something last night? Because I thought we were maybe, still doing the mystery. Maybe party they announced thing. it, and and I'm just holding out hope that it's Brian because I want him to be in the G1. Um, but I don't know the Dominion. I don't know the Dominion plan is still up in the air as far as I know. What time of when is G1? They announced the dates, right? Uh, usually it's in the fall, so usually it's mm-hmm. like August, September. Um, I'm trying to see like, is there any way that Brian's gonna be able to do that? Maybe. Um, yeah, but speaking of New Japan tournaments, we talked about on Ask Rapsy that that uh, Best of Juniors looks fire. That looks super fire. Yeah, who you got winning this? Um, I kind of, I kind of want Leo to win and get mm-hmm. his rematch for the mm-hmm. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. I like that. Um, if it's not him, I could see Robbie Eagles winning as well because mm-hmm. he just came back in a big way. And uh, it seems like they're trying to put TMDK over as a as a new hot hot faction. They're um, not going to be sickos and give it to Takahashi again, are they? No, I mean <laughs> we we've seen Hir- Hiromo cook enough times. I think you got to give somebody else that uh that uh win at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a huge win for Leo, just, not just because he just won the Junior Tag League as well. Um, I I think Leo should be the guy that, but of course that's my. My bias as a Leo's fan, biased, so, yeah, because uh, <laughs> I'm like, I, same. I, but, I, but I, I do feel like he has the most momentum going in. Like I feel like it's either him or uh, Robbie Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I I want to see Leo just because that's the homie. But uh, also shout out to the homies. Speedball Mike Bailey's also there. Uh, Ket, Ket, <laughs> Jet, Kevin Knight. I combined his names together. Uh, everybody, all my homies are gonna cook. The announced all the matches that they announce are going to be fire. It's going to be an insane tournament. I'm really looking forward to everybody. But yeah, go get that victory, Leo. Should we read some more um, Humper chats? We should. Let's see. All right. I think we I think we just got one left on that side. Uh, didn't uh, sorry uh, from Ugly Boogie Pop. Sorry, Unsee Boogie Pop. Unsee. Mm-hmm. Unky book Boogie Pop. I'm, I'm tearing this name up. Ugly. <laughs> Sorry, tearing this all up. Unky, Unky Boogie Pop. Tearing this all up, man. Did, didn't see Will's graphic until after Dynamite was thinking, oh no, Will marking out over over she's return. Uh little did I know he was backstage geeking out <laughs> in front of her person. Um, I'm sure he absolutely was like geeking out somewhere backstage. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he was doing it in front of her, but um Definitely was geeking out. Somebody definitely screamed out, let's fucking go. I don't know. It could be, uh, could be his boss. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm sure he was geeking out, man. Will Washington. Yeah. No no coincidence that him and Chidi showed at the same time. Jake Zalasar also says, Jeff Jarrett needs to dethrone Wardlow. Y'all need to see the vision. my world. I can't wait to hear 90,000 people in Wembley Stadium all saying, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit Yo, hard too. That, that poster you showed with all of the all of the Jeff Jarrett on it. All the Jeffs. Wild man. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett is <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, man. This dude, man. I I swear it should be as funny as it is, but it is just really hysterical, man. Y'all are funny in the chat saying, uh, is this not a bit? No, I am actually an ordained minister, okay? Three weddings. I'll put a picture up from the one of the weddings that I did and see if you believe me. Uh, Jake Salazar says, a righteous rev. Yep, the reverend. Mm-hmm. I used to play that Devon's interest music. No, there wasn't no interest music. I was very normal and everything was okay. 
Uh, Jake Salazar says, Jimmy Butler is back today. He by fitting. I hope so. I'd like to see he get that W, man. Oh, I got to the bottom. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. I think the, the last thing we want to get into is uh, Trinity is back out here in the wrestling world. Mm. Uh, trend mm-hmm. pack on Impact was, was trending. Yeah, Very excited to see Trinity wrestle again. Um, mm-hmm. Very excited to see people um, excited for her, man. I, I, I was getting a little bit concerned with how much people were kind of writing her off, especially with uh, the Mercedes stuff, because again, man, we want to see Mercedes win. We want to see her out here doing the big matches in Japan. But I don't just act like, don't just act like Trent ain't ain't out here popping too. No, so I was glad to see her um, get to do her rollout this week. I seen her, and do you like- actually saw, you were actually in the show for one of her matches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed the debut um, where she did the entrance and cut the promo, um, but I was there for the next match, so I did see the match with Kylan King. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, seeing the seeing the first uh well the debut at home and just seeing how into her that crowd was really cool. Josiah cooked on that uh entrance music. Every time never fails. Um and it just was such a cool vibe, man. Like just the glow, like the glow sticks in there. I mean, the, the cool thing about impact is that impact is smaller, but it's so intimate so that you mm-hmm. can see like so much of this like crowd reaction and man, they 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 got that up was out Trinity. there for they got mm-hmm. high for Trinity um, on Thursday night. Um, really cool to see that. Really cool to see how supportive other wrestlers are for her and so happy people are. Um, Mercedes is like just crying. And uh, um, Tamina just shows up any, like, she's like, I'm not a WWE contract wrestler. I'm outside. Too. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> boy, CM Punk showed up to play Uno. Punk was there too. <laughs> yep. Got the cards uh, out. Mm hmm. Yeah, but uh, no, it was really cool also to see that um, with everything that happened, uh, man, it almost feels like it was a year ago at this point. It's almost right. a year ago. It's, almost. It, it, it's May now, so it's almost mm-hmm. a year ago. Mm-hmm. But crazy to think almost a year ago when they left and how people just assumed, all right, well, you know, they'll just go back and they'll just keep putting up with this. And um, one of the things I really appreciated when she talked about it on Busted Open, she said, you know, she just didn't like how she was handled, how she was talked to. And so she just was like, I'm, I'm rolling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she really got into it. Like a bunch of narratives that were created. Like These two black women are just black. Why are they blah, blah, blah. Like she like showed all yeah. those narratives. Like, no, th- there was a reason that we left that day. We felt disrespected. They were talking to us crazy. I felt she felt like all the things that she had put in both of them, all the time that they had put into this company, they were just being treated like two fucking losers at this point, And they're not going to take that. And so to see her get this moment. And I talked about it on this podcast before. I thought that impact was a great place for her. People be trying to get up their jokes off. And we, I've gotten multiple jokes off about impact <laughs> wrestling, but the one place where they continue to shine and never, ever fall off is their women's division. And yeah. if you want to get, if you want to get uh, kind of acclimated with how wrestling out of WWE works and you want to work with some of the best women in the world, getting into the knockouts division of Impact is the perfect place to go. You got Masha, you got Mickey, you got Jordan, you got Deona, you got Killer Kelly, you got uh, uh, Kylan just signed who she wrestled. Like This is like you're getting thrown to the wolf. She's going to be able to show 
because we talked about it before also people kind of have this perception of who she is like she came in as a dancer with the funkadactyls and people just some people never forgot about that their whole time was just like oh she's just this dancing blah 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 she's on this reality show she's the usos wife too blah 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 but like no she's a legit athlete all the great moments that she had in wwe were awesome anytime she got a time time a, a time to shine she like excelled she's a she's amazing and so we're gonna really be able to see what she can do in the ring because an impact they're going to give her, it's not going to be a four minute match. They're going to be like, okay, you got 15 minutes with Deona Peraza tonight. Go for it. See what you got. And it's just going to be a different set of circumstances. I'm super excited. Shout out to everybody getting interviews right now. Phil and I also want one of them bad boys. We're just going to put that out in the air, <laughs> but uh, Trinity yeah. is outside and it's great to see. Cause yeah, for a little bit, it felt like she got lost in the shuffle just because the shit was M- M- Mercedes was so big. And we were just like, uh, yeah, filling her superstarness, but it's like no, Trinity's not a slouch though. She's also going to make a big mark, and I think Impact is an amazing place for her to be. Yeah, I agree. I think um, because they have a historically good women's division there, um, I think that makes a lot of sense for her to go there. She wants to have like memorable feuds because man, you can't count on your hand how many memorable feuds she had with WWE, and I think that that was one of their big failings with her. Um, not like Did we she want- have any what Charlotte, I guess technically Charlotte, but yeah, I mean, you can loosely call that a feud. They right. it wasn't really a full fledged feud. I mean, really, um, Sonya that's the that's the only yeah. really like full fledged feud that I can think of, and we hated that for most of it. <laughs> yeah, technically, she had like a bit of a feud with Sor- with Soraya or Paige when she during the Divas era, but mm. um, nah, and I mean, I guess technically, like the the stuff between Team Bad and the Bellas, but mm. not enough that I would say that there are any like real notable ones. Like, I don't know, but. I think this is a good place for her to show, like, no, I am a good worker and I am, you know, a veteran in this industry, man. When you think about how long she was there, I, I think people definitely, like, underappreciated her, man. She was there for, what, 13 years? <laughs> 2009? Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was there for almost Crazy. 14 years. That's insane. Um, and I, I don't think that she was treated like a veteran there. I don't think that she was given any of the respect she was she deserved well we don't even have to get into stuff like how she may or may not have been talked about backstage or how they tried to dog them on air after they left um i just don't think that she was giving her flowers like she deserved there and so it feels really good to see people so supportive of what she's doing and seeing like her doing all these press tours and seeing how excited people are to see her out and about it's really cool man mm-hmm. and i think she had a great match i think people are gonna like the match um on next week's episode of uh, Impact. I think mm-hmm. it's on next week. Um, but I think people are going to like so. it. Yeah. I think uh, the the finish she's doing now looks really cool. I'm glad she's back to showing people like, nah, I'm not doing just like the gimmicky uh, kicks or like the, mm-hmm. the rear end. Nah, I'm tapping you out. Stop Shane playing with me. Said, uh, Impact needs to tighten those ropes for Trinity's Trin finisher though. Like, yeah, if she got the finisher get them ropes tight. They usually have pretty tight ropes. They have a bunch of springboardy ass wrestlers, which is interesting. But yeah, the whole rollout it has been great. Uh, they added her to the Impact roster page, so it's like, it's real shit. She has some new merch out. Shout out to Lauren Moran for killing that design. Exactly what I said online. This Brit shirt would have been way different if she had somebody design it. But that's another story for another day. 
Trinity. I don't know if we want to get into the shirt fiasco. Yeah, I'm um, like, oh. that was weird. Uh, but no, the, the shirt looks great. I mean, again, just seeing how people are coming together in the community, like just seeing her post the guy that designed her her um, so gear. Cool. Yeah, it's just again, it just seems like the community wants her to succeed, and mm -hmm. I, I think the big difference between her and Mercedes, like we know. Mercedes has the crew. We know that she has like yeah. rabbit fans. We know. We definitely know that. <laughs> and, and not just that. We know that. We know that Mercedes is a worker. Like she's always been built as a worker from day yeah. one coming from NXT. Um, they built the NXT, the, the women's revolution off her back, saying that now nah, we're bringing workers up from NXT. So she was yep. never seen as less than. And I mm -mm. think there is a there is a section of fans that has always seen Trinity as like, oh, this dancer that turned into a wrestler. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they've given her her due because of that. I don't I don't think like some of the some of the stink of the Divas era has not washed off of her. And that's not to say everything of the Divas era was bad, but I think some people unfairly criticize her from stuff from the Divas era. And so I mean that that that's a great point right there that you're making saying that since she was here she's been here for 14 years when she came in it was the divas era there wasn't yes. there wasn't the women's revolution so people are on top of that really going to keep this because they're used to seeing her dance and hit with pillows and shit yeah so I, I think it's it's good that she's like stepping out and doing something else to show people like nah i'm a worker because mercedes don't have to do that we already know mm -hmm. what she's capable of in ring and so getting yeah. to see her in japan is a different experience and getting to see her like prove once and for all, like she's one of the greatest of all time is, is incredible. But I do want to see Trinity get her flowers too, man. And I do think that unfortunately she has to build up some of that goodwill with fans um, that don't see her in the same light. And I, mm -hmm. and I, I, I do think another difference is that, man, when you look at how black women go up for Trinity, man, and mm. how they see themselves in her, it's just different, mm -hmm. man. It's way and, different. And, and, and again, that's not, I, I don't want to throw any knock on, on Mercedes or anybody else, but I'm telling you, when you see it, when you see how other black women talk about Trinity, it really puts over how special she is like that. That mm -hmm. clip when she was talking about how Jay reached out to her mm -hmm. after everything happened just to see if she was OK. Yeah, I just think that's indicative about of not just how black women's wrestlers feel about her, but how black women's fans feel about her. Totally. Yeah, it feels like she has that like we talked about um her probably not getting respect from the higher ups and not getting her due but like you're saying the wrestlers and the the fans just she's earned our respect and they look at her in a different light and we just really want to see her win so this is a big win we feel and i think that she's going to do some very amazing things also interesting that she's an impact they could have a, a deal to do with forbidden door too we can see hmm. some crossover things over here like this opens up some good things and uh, being signed to impact doesn't close the door on anything. So, yeah, I mean, she, she has said that she, she wants the, the Mercedes match. And I think mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, I, I do think she's probably going to get the Mickey match at some point. Yep. Um, and she even talked about wanting to do intergender stuff, which I didn't even think about that until she mentioned it. I think when she was talking to Denise, uh -huh. um, but man, that is interesting to think That's about. Super interesting. Seeing her get in there and mix it up with some male wrestlers, I think could be cool. I'm just excited for her, man. I, I really want this to go well, man. I really want people to put some respect on her name, man. Not just in our 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 circles, because like I said, a lot of black women's wrestling fans really give it up for her. But 
I think people need to like really give her a due, man. Cause I really think that she is approaching legend status, man. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people look at her that way and they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how uh, she works in this, this environment. I mean, if you, she went from not being a professional wrestler to being a professional wrestler in the biggest wrestling company in the world. She's been at WrestleMania. She's been at all the, you know, some of the biggest attended wrestling shows of the world. So to see her go from that system, which we all know is a way different system, to whatever she's going to encounter in Impact is going to be so interesting to see. It's always good to see stuff like that. We talk a lot about Dolph Ziggler. I think he's one. Dolph Ziggler's coming up on being 20 years in the WWE. And I think like seeing him in a different system in a different element and different opponents would be beneficial to him. And I think this is going to be super beneficial to Trinity. And in six, seven months, we're going to be like, there's going to be all these people being like, damn, I didn't know she could do that. Trinity's such a blah, blah, blah. Like all these things we already know, but she's going <laughs> to let the world know. And I'm super excited about it. People are saying Trinity versus Athena in the chat because Trinity was at the ROH pay-per-view mm. and it did seem like, you know, they might've been working or something. Uh, mm. Athena brought up Trinity in the presser. So there's a lot of interesting things that are yeah. going on here, but right here in her new home promotion with impact, I'm excited. This Masha Slamovich, like give me a Masha Slamovich and Trinity match. Like what's that going to be like? Like, that's just like, so interesting. I'm super excited about all this. You saw Trinity live. How was the rest of the, the impact show what other kind of dope shit did you see while you're out there uh it was a fun show uh the impact tapings are usually fun because they're so relaxed and it's just mm-hmm. like you get so many different flavors of wrestling you get like serious wrestling you get you could you could go to the impact show and see something like uh rich one tear it up with like um like black taurus or something like mm-hmm. that out of nowhere and, and mm-hmm. it, but then you also get like the comedy stuff as well um you get like some good women's wrestling as well it's just a. Uh, I think impact is in a really good position right now i think now that you're bringing in some stars like trinity and yep. and trying to rebuild your main event scene with uh nick aldis i think they're in a good spot oh nick aldis that's i was like what happened in the men's division nick aldis is the the new uh shiny yeah. toy or old shiny toy yeah got on. macklin is champion now um mm. i think they've got some good things going man that's uh, an nwa ass main event but i'm gonna let y'all cook yeah i mean i you know i you know let the beat build on it man you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta let it you gotta let it build to something man. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right you can shoot us about i'm not gonna get them all the way out of here <laughs> no but i it was a fun show man uh always fun to see uh ace austin and uh chris bay yeah, those dudes are dope. I think they're a great tag team. Um, I like I said, I'm into what they're doing with uh with Kenny King and uh all this right now. Kenny mm. King is hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. I think that match is gonna hit. Um, they're building to under siege, which is at the end of this month, right? Yeah, sometime in May here. I that's yeah. what that's one thing that I do like about Impact is they're always building to something. There's never a in fact, yeah. show that's not like, and in two weeks, there's this. And then, like, that's one thing I do appreciate about them. And I think it puts a little bit more importance on how their taping schedule is because it always seems like it's worth something. Yeah. It's never, they don't do a lot of just, like, matches anymore. Like, they utilize their time very well. 
and that's something to expect to respect because that show's coming up and they're already like full yeah. speed ahead into building it. Yeah, no, they'll they'll definitely be like, hey, hey, we got Trinity here, but that doesn't stop us from building a few or continuing a few with uh, Deanna and uh, Jordan, Jordan, for example. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way they do that is really, really good because it 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 keeps secondary stories going. It never mm-hmm. feels like, all right, well, we got to build up a challenger. You you yes. already started building up a challenger. Exactly. Um, or at least building up their trajectory towards being a challenger later in the year. Um, I think they do a great job with that, both in both in the X division and the women's division. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with the world title. World title mm-hmm. scene, like I said, is mm-hmm. I, it could be their Achilles heel as a company, but it's, it's not totally their fault. It's hard to get big stars to come there. It's just um, hard. Yeah, you're right. And I, I think that's what makes the Trinity stuff feel special as well, because she definitely feels like a big fish in a small pond there. And we've never really seen her that we've always seen her as uh, a bit player over there at WWE. We've never seen her as the big star that, you know, they're they're making like the centerpiece. And I think that they can make Trinity a centerpiece in that division. Mm hmm. But I just keep saying, hunter, 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 I'm the West Coast Don, big fish in a small pond. <laughs> that's about out. Shout out to the West Side Connection. <laughs> but Trinity is now the big fish in a small pond. So that's going to be, you know, she's, she's, uh, it's just different, man. Impact is just so funny because it, as always, I say, like, they, I, after six months, they were like, this company's going to die. A year, they're like, there's no way this company's going to survive. Hogan came in. They were like, there's no way. Like, they're dead. He did do damage to it. All the time that Dixie <laughs> was there, all the time that Dixie was there, they were like, this company's never going to survive. And still today, you cannot get rid of this company, man. Cannot. There's nothing you could do to kill these people. They've been told that they're going to die for 20 plus years. And they're still like, no, we're not, dude. We're going to be on on Thursdays. You're, it's going to be hard for you to find our show. But we're going to be on there. So shout out to Impact Wrestling. Big pickup with Trinity. Trinity is going to have an amazing run. We're super excited about that. Someone also said in the chat, another legendary black woman that was in the news this week. Alicia Fox, uh, apparently, supposedly, reportedly, is not a contracted member of the World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. Also somebody that's been, well, she was 2008, maybe, maybe even before, like, she put some years, 15 plus years of being, that's just a, 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 a feat in itself, being a part of any company in the world for this long. But being a part of this company where they do cuts every year is amazing. So shout out to Alicia Fox. We'd love to talk to Alicia Fox too. She's great. She needs to get somewhere. That's another underrated wrestler in history that was around a time like if she was if she came five years later, her career would have been way different. Like she was cooking at a time where no one gave a shit because the the company didn't want you to give a shit. They were just like, go out yeah. there for 30 seconds and try to make it happen. And she came up at that time and she still was cooking one of the best Northern Light suplexes of all time. We all know that. And uh, even after that, when she started to get more into the character work and she was doing that crazy lady shit, she was always like a very super interesting character. So it's going to be cool to see what she does from here on out, too. Yeah, man. Alicia Fox, man, has given us so many great memories, whether it be 
the the weirdo relationship stuff she was doing with Noam Dar on. I forgot like, about uh, that shit. On Two Hundred Five Live, um, I used to love Two Hundred Five Live. I used to watch. Two Hundred Five Live was a good show, man. So um, every time I think about Two Hundred Five Live, I think of Alicia Fox. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was just, a good show. Yeah, love that. Not stuff. for nothing, Noam in real life. I see you, big bro. Got a nice face, man. <laughs> Not for nothing. I see you, big bro. <laughs> I seen it. Uh, but, and, uh, <laughs> no, no, I seen it. Um, uh, yeah, no, but Alicia has like so many memorable moments, whether it be like her throwing that box in, in uh, his face as well, <laughs> accident, or uh, just stuff like her run into Survivor Series where she was the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the still laughing at her doing the the, the dance coming in the Royal Rumble, which it's, every time I see that clip, I die laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, she's uh, I think she's very underappreciated, man. Um, I think she is way more athletic than people give her credit for. Um, does a really, really good uh, axe kick and the Northern Lights, of course, that people always put her over for. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would like to see her get another run somewhere, or at least uh, have some. And if she some ain't more there, and I'd like I'd like to see it. Like if she's gonna, like I said, even um, beyond uh, impact, the women women around the world. There's so many talented women in the in this country, in Japan, in the UK, like everywhere. That like if somebody like Alicia Fox wants to go on one more run, maybe she's gonna have some amazing matches yeah. out there to be a part of. Yeah, I think Impact would be a good spot for her to do some stuff because I, I know Gail wanted to get her at Impact for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, you know, if if she lands there and does some matches, I think that would be cool. Um, yeah, just want to see her get her flowers. Just like that's Kennedy, it, man. She um, deserves it. She definitely deserves it. Uh, and I, I hope she's doing well because, I mean, we heard a lot of the issues with her and, like, her sobriety. And mm-hmm. it seems like she had worked hard on that. It seems like she's in a good place. She's in a good relationship. So hopefully she's doing well. Yeah, I hope that uh, this isn't a big shock, and you know, because sometimes the releases or whatever contracts or whatever could be frustrating for people. Hopefully, she's had some clarity. Hopefully, she's doing well. And yeah, if she's trying to wrestle one more time, she's trying to give it up. We are definitely going to be around and excited to see it. Shout out to Alicia Fox. Let's get your last thoughts on uh, Will Washington being all elite. I think because. A lot of people came here to uh, <laughs> to hear about it. Our friend is all elite. He's apparently helping with continuity and characters and longtime storytelling and all the things that we know that our group chat has been filled with Will Washington ideas. What do you think this means for people like Will Washington? Not even just like black dudes, but like people that came up as he came up as a podcaster he came up as and and on this space and into a very high position what do you think that means for the future of that type of thing uh well i mean i didn't even really think about it till i heard Cass say this on uh mass man and how it legitimizes black podcasters yep. in a way that um because i i still think that um Black podcasters aren't given the credit that they deserve in this space. Thanks. I think that even when I look at our comments sometimes and they're just like, no, this is great to see three black men doing this. And, you know, I love our fans and I love what we do, but there are definitely other black podcasters out there that are doing cool things. And 
I think when you see him um, have success as a podcaster and then move on to do doing that. And I mean, even when you see what Kaz is doing, I say all the time that Kaz is one of the best of us in this industry, man. Facts. Um, true standard in this industry, man. And so I think to to see more of us um, get over that hump and, and and have success and be acknowledged by big companies, it's, it's huge, man. It shows us that it's possible, man. It shows other podcasters that it's possible to make waves and impact in here, man. And so, you know, of course, I look at it like that's our friend. I'm happy for him. But mm-hmm. it is crazy to think about what that can do for other people and how that could inspire more people, man. It's, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it's hope. Like, realistically, if you break it down, like Will Washington woke up and went to his basement and talked wrestling and he did that so often and so well and so professionally that it got him a job and that's a that's a lesson for fools like somebody said in the in the super chat earlier about that you know how will washington gave it up he's never said a bad word about anybody he's always did this thing with integrity he's never trying to he's never he didn't step on one person on his way up to getting to where he is now and so to see that you can do that and, you know, you don't have to troll and you don't have to do all these wild things to try to get people to follow you or you don't have to lie or you don't have to do all these things. That's a big lesson for people moving forward that you could just be good and knowledgeable about your thing and and cool and you could get into yeah. some great positions. Yeah, I, I think one of the really cool things about it, I don't really like um, <laughs> I don't really like tooting our horn over here. I think we, Me- we have. We we we've had a we've had a great run with this podcast, but um, one of the things that I really appreciate him doing is not going. All right, well, I have a name in this because I've been podcasting sixteen years or whatever. Um, let me go over here and run to the observer and work with those guys and try right. and you know raise raise you know awareness for I am. He kind of built laterally and was like, "Yo, let me go get two other black guys and let's let's make this happen," mm-hmm. and we did that. And I mean, so that to see, you know, proof positive of what we wanted to do with this podcast, not saying that we got together to get him a job, Mm-mm. but to, to if if the point of this partially was to raise the three of us stock and to, you know, grow as creators and, and, and have success in this thing, um, seeing him come from this and go and, and get a job over there. It's amazing, man. It's, it's really inspiring. Will Washington. Killing it, man. Every as you can see, everybody's very excited about it. You're trending for days. Everybody's super stoked. So many people just being like, that's a great move. Of course they did this. Will Washington, he's a cyclopedia. He's all this. He's all this. The support has been amazing. So yeah, man, just go out there, be yourself, continue to cook. Just give them that Will Washington shit when they say, What happened on the November 28th, 2021 episode of Dynamite? And then you know, you don't have to look anything up. That's why they got you back there. We're so excited about seeing what happens here. But of course, as always, you're going to continue to see Righteous Reg and Philip Lindsay every Saturday, every other Thursday, talking Grapsity. We did it today. We got through all the super chats. There was only a couple of hiccups. Next week, it'll run a lot smoother and things will be great. Um, I think Jake, Jake's got another super chat up there for you. Yeah. Uh, Jake says, uh, I know Cheeseboard Alfred out here hating because he's a bummy little dude. Oh, come on. Yeah, he has a Neblin, two of them. <laughs> Alfred blocked me because I shared a meme of Samuel Jackson holding Leo from D- Django, and I said that was him with Vince. Yo, listen, man. He's holding 
I won't get into the Alfred stuff, and I won't get into anybody hating on us, man. Listen, if you are not succeeding, you ain't gonna have haters, man. Mm. So we're succeeding, man, and I and I, I hope for more success for him. Um, hopefully, you guys keep supporting this podcast. That's all we care about. You don't have to pay attention to haters, man, because haters will do what they exist. They 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 they, they will do the thing. I'm not gonna punch down at people that want attention. I'm just not going to do that. Haters are the haters because they ain't us. And like, I can't be mad at you for you think my content sucks, but you're following me is how it is. You dumb idiots. So uh... hey man, listen, <laughs> I, I think I think it must have really, really pained some people to try and insinuate that our podcast wasn't doing numbers or was irrelevant. But having to speak about my man as wrestling news this week must have really pained them, man. Had to hurt. Had to, had <laughs> That's to gotta really, hurt. <laughs> had to really hurt deep down in their soul, man. But it's all right, man. I and you know they might avoid trying to talk about it. I don't know, but when you eventually you're gonna have to. When, when you're winning, man, it don't matter, man. It don't matter who want to really give you your peas, man. That's it. You're gonna get them regardless. Uh, Jake says, great show, guys. Can't wait for next week. Yeah, next week we'll probably have a guest with us. Today we just kind of wanted to uh, establish that this is your boys going forward. You're going to see what this is. Um, but, yeah, we got a whole bunch of friends that are going to be involved. Uh, it's Saturday. Go out and enjoy your day. Watch this big WWE show. Look at me, man. I'm just, like, I'm crossed <laughs> over telling yeah, people man. to watch the WWE Check out show. Really good weather tonight. It's going to be uh... – a lot of kids uh, going to prom. I am oh, leaving, yeah. here, leaving here in a few hours to send off my niece to her prom. Still wild wow. that she's 18. Crazy. Um, but, you know, have a good one, guys. This has been yeah. your boy out in Chicago and your man's out in Oakland. Peace. Peace, peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.